you sleep I'ma hold you close When the space is all you need I can let you go You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show The two sexiest fat men alive Leadership is about change If you need no change, you need no leader In times of change, people seek out more and better leaders those successful, sought-out leaders embrace the following thought. The best reformers the world has ever known are those who began with themselves. Hatma Gandhi said, we must be the change that we envision. Tolstoy said, everyone thinks of changing the world, but no one thinks of changing himself. One person cannot change another person. That the only person that can change themselves is themselves. You can change yourself, but I can't change you. You see, I'm responsible to you, but I'm not responsible for you. And there's a world difference between those two. But you're the only one that can take responsibility to change yourself. If you don't like some of the stuff that's in your life, or if you don't like some of the things that you're doing within your life, the only person that can change that is you. You can bring people around that will add value to you. You can get people around that will encourage you, be great friends, support you, walk through with you, coach you, do all that good stuff. But the only person that can change you is you. You can create the right environment. You can certainly do the right kind of teaching. But you're responsible to change yourself. One person cannot change another person. The second comment I would make about personal change is this. The only way things will change for me is when I change. It has nothing to do with hope. The only way that things will change for me is when I change. Or I've heard this before, I don't know why I'm this way. You are the way you are because that's the way you want to be. Fred Smith was exactly right when he said, if you really wanted to be any different, you would be in the process of changing right now. So when people say, I'd like things to turn out better for me. I'd like things to turn out right. I'd like things to turn out better in the organization or in my family, whatever it is. When you make the right personal changes, I believe this with all my heart, other things begin to turn out right. Well, welcome in. Eight minutes after the hour. It's the Rick and Bubba Show. Helmsy here alongside Greg Burgess. How about that ought to fire you up? If you don't, your wood's wet. RickandBubba.com. It's a website. You can find everything possible about the show. Right there. One-stop shop. Interns today. I see Millie Vanilli Wafer. She's in there with show prep on the phones at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Picking and cheering will be here in a little bit. Eddie Van Adler. He's got TV rocking. But let's uh, let's bring in the main the main character of this whole fiasco. That's Greg Burgess. What's up, buddy? How are you today? Oh, fired up. Huh? Right are you? Around. Yeah, I'm as fired up as I can be. Your arm looks like it's on fire. What yeah. happened? <laughs> I huh? was grilling yesterday. Got you a little spot uh, yeah, there on your that? arm. And the lid was closed, you know, the metal lid. And I reached across to get something of spatula or something. Oh. And I stuck my arm on top of the grill. Now, it'll burn you, by the way. The top of the grill gets That's hot. That's hot, man. Greg, One the of top of the grill gets very hot. Yeah, it hot. gets hot after you've let it preheat. Now you've got food in it, and it's been hot. It's been going a while. It's probably about, I don't know, 450. Yeah. Out of curiosity, what were you cooking? I was cooking chicken and hamburgers. You love you some chicken. And I was also cooking hot dogs to feed Barty, uh, Marty and Buddy. 
Okay. They were out there. And if they're there, I always – usually it's just Buddy. For some reason, Marty showed up. He's normally just been coming in the middle of the night, but he was actually there yesterday afternoon. And they sit there because they I cut up little hot dogs and throw them pieces of it. Okay. No, Do I, you ever take a bite? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I figured Absolutely. I throw them a couple. I'll eat a little Are they beef. plain or you put a little sauce on them while, while you so the dogs are eating plain? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Beef. Oh, you got your nice little mark there. Yeah, stuck to the top of the thing there. It almost looks like, you know that suction cup therapy stuff yeah, that they yeah. do? I don't know if that's what it's called, but I remember it came, everybody started seeing that when Michael Phelps showed up at the Olympics. Yes. He had all these marks on his back and arms, and, and I, I think that's when. And so that's what it looks like almost. Yeah, yeah. Looks like you've been getting some suction cup therapy have, on your right arm. There, Does it hurt? Greg, it looks like it would hurt a little nah, bit. Nah, it doesn't. Not now. Did you cuss when it happened? Not, not too bad. Greg, it's I a, probably it's said, a reaction. Uh, yeah, I probably did. Yeah. See, um, I think I've matured a long way. I really have. I've come a long way. Long way to go, but I've come a long way. But in instances like that, I still have some growth. I still the one that gets me worse, the, and it happens, you know, every now and then is the the barefoot toe on the corner of the bed. Yeah. When I hit that, yeah. man, that hurts, and it'll make you just say all kinds of things. Yeah, it will. Hurts. It does. It's like they're turning up a volume, too, because when you first hit it, and then also it's like, pain. You know, yeah. It's not immediate pain. It's yeah. like it ramps up. Well, the uh, uh, Speedy is out this week. He, uh, If you're wondering why he hasn't oh, chimed Speedy. in, if you've, been, if you've not been with us this week, he's out. He's vacating. He's got him a little vacation going, him and his wife, Terry. They're, at Myrtle, they're in Myrtle Beach. Myrtle Beach. And so he may be back with us Friday, I think. Uh, but that's why yeah, we'll we have see. been speedy-less uh, this past a week. So I have, no uh, I've had something going on in my life for the last, uh, it's coming up on a year and I didn't think it would last this long if I'm just being honest. And yeah. we've talked about it. I've gotten thing several, or a bad thing? well, I, I, Greg, I don't want to get into that okay. part of it. Uh, okay. Put you on the spot. Um, and, and several of you have emailed asking, Hey, how's this going in your world? So last year, um, my youngest daughter, who is eight, um, came to to my wife and I and said, "I want to start riding horses." And now y'all have no horse tie in no. your family at all. No. You, know, you got these families, Greg, and generations am, and, of horse and people. I, and I hate to say this because Miss Anna at uh, Lockman Farms will make sure this doesn't happen. She'll make sure this is happening by the end of the week if I if I say this out loud. But I am going to go. Ahead. I'm 43 and I have never been on a horse. I don't know that I a man. Think I've only been on one like one. I don't know that Amanda has. I don't. I have I, I rode mean, an elephant. <laughs> you have, Greg. Yeah, you certainly have. But uh, you're right. I've, I have no, and I, I think horses are beautiful. They I, are. I love looking at horses and all that. Awesome like, creatures. I love the race horses and all yes. that stuff. But yes, I've just never had a lot of interaction with horses. Well, um, when she came to us, uh, she found this show on Netflix called Free Range. And it's all about horses and teenagers and horses. It's kind of like a sitcom kind of thing. That's what started all this mess. Then she started watching videos on YouTube. And so we gave in in August and said, okay, you want to ride horses? We'll start doing a horse lesson once a week. So we did this at a place for about um, a couple months. And I could see after every week she was falling in love with this. You know, there's there's something to say about little girls and their horses. I mean, there's that you've heard that and it's true. Yeah. Um, and so there is a draw there that's very, very unique. And so we did we we did this at this one spot, very, very thankful for that one spot, uh, out by Helena uh, about where Speedy lives in Helena. Uh it was a nice introduction to um 
to horse riding and horse riding lessons and everything about it. And then, um, due to some scheduling and loca- location and all that, we have we have moved her out to Lachlan Farms. Ooh, and and Miss Anna's a big, uh, b- big, huge fan of the show. Yeah. And so she had actually sent We're me. We're big with horse people. We are, and if you don't know that. And she sent me an email said, "Hey, listen, if you ever need anything horse wise, as far as." You know, questions or, you know, we're right down the road and we'd love to learn how to shoe a horse. Just let me so, know. so we ended up reaching out. And so she's been there for months now, just months and months of just uh, weekly lessons and learning all these new things and riding different horses, different sizes of horses and learning to train horses. This is an eight year old girl. Yeah. And it scares me to death, to be honest. I mean, I, I'm getting more comfortable with it, uh, but it has been, it's kind of frightening. And so, it, we came. We're coming up on summer, and so the the thing to do in summer, if you're if you're a horse, is go to horse camp. Oh, we got a horse camp. So, and again, you thought this would be faded. I did a long time. I ago. thought it would be. I thought we would be done with this, and I thought I thought, hey, something we'll do a couple months, we'll be done with it, and I can move on about my life. She'll probably start playing tennis with the other two, or maybe even. I mean, I was even. Oh, she tried to play soccer during the COVID year, and that shut everything down. She's doing a little gymnastics here. I thought, well, she'll choose one of these. No way she chooses horses. We try to limit our activities at our house. And so uh, that's been our world. So this week is horse camp. Greg, she's dropped off at 8 o'clock in the morning and picked up at 3. And I thought, well, this will wear her down. She'll be done with it. It'll burn her out. No. She gets mad when we pick her up at 3. You know what that means? Time to buy a horse. Not buying a horse, Greg. Not uh, doing it. Yeah, we had this discussion when it started. But I know. See. I know. See, it's getting real now. And here's the thing. Look, Miss What's-Her-Name will make you a good deal. Miss Anna. Yeah. And so here's the thing. Miss Anna, so, Anna will so give you a deal. We, this, uh, about 11, 10, 11 months ago, we started off one lesson per two weeks. It's turned into a lesson per week for several months. Now we're at a horse count for all week, and this is where Greg, you you're going don't miss what I'm about to say. This weekend, Maddie does her first horse show. Oh, you got a horse show! I didn't know they did that. Oh yeah, it's a big. It's all. It's a big. I don't know anything about it, but I know it's a big deal. Yeah, <laughs> you you're, you kind of know, but I not. have been pulled into the horse showing world. You never thought that would happen. No, no. Yeah, well, you're gonna have a horse and a horse trailer. You're gonna have all that. You got to get a vehicle to pull it. So. No, Greg. They supply the horses. Not buying a horse. Yeah, you watch. Thank you, Miss Anna. She's loving it. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest fat men alive. Give him anything good to hit. He did, and that one is driven to right, and it is deep, and it is gone! Tanner Allen, a three-run home run. Mississippi State, five runs in the inning, and now lead it five to four. Mississippi State goes on to beat Virginia in the College World Series. Exciting night for the Bulldogs as they look like they're on a collision course with... The Wolfpack from NC State. Um, Greg, I, I will be honest, I gave up on that game. Uh, went to bed. It got a little late for me in regards to to us having our schedule. But how about Mississippi State comes back st- and, and wins that ball game? That's, that's, that's awesome. I stopped uh, by just you know flipping through and watched uh, Virginia go up four to nothing. Yeah, that's that's. And then I thought, 
you know, and then and I knew I was going to fall asleep. I did too. And I thought, oh boy, they're not getting a really good start here. And but wow, how about that? I came so, back. Exciting finish. Um, heartbreaker for Virginia. Uh, Vandy, Tennessee went home yesterday, so uh, Texas beat them, and then uh, Vandy plays Stanford today. Uh, so we'll see how how they do. Yeah. Um, I got another sports question for you. I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on this. Oh, but I, sports but, trivia. But, but I do want to ask you this because my son told me this. It's so high out of the loop I am on things. Okay. And I thought I, it caught me off guard. There, we got the NBA playoffs right now. We're down to the final four teams. Can you tell me who the final four teams are? Atlanta. And you know that only because of what That's I've been it. telling you about the Hawks and my son's obsession with them. Uh now, I'm going to tell you this. I'll stop you there. I couldn't name any of the three teams when Braden asked me. Atlanta. I know the Clippers were in it. Okay. Are they that's still the, in it? They're in it. Uh, so that's two. Milwaukee Bucks. Okay. Now I'm very impressed because that's, that's three. And I've, I'm not well, – I don't know how I know this, by the way. And the Hawks will play the Bucks. I think, starting today. So there's one left. Yes. Mm. They're actually. This team is actually Brooklyn Nets. No, this team is actually up two zero in the Western Conference Finals. The Phoenix Suns. Suns. I saw that yesterday. I should have had that. So you have four teams that haven't been. I don't know how won I a championship, been there, and forever playing in the NBA. They're in the Final Four of the NBA. I don't think they don't call it the. Final I have four, not watched one Eastern Conference Finals in the Western Conference. Finals. One dribble. It's no, like I haven't. This either. playoffs been going on a long time. Is that or is it just me? Um, I mean, how many teams did they start with? Oh yeah, they the play the NBA playoffs go on forever, yeah. and there you got a good shot of of making it. Uh, so you, even if you're not good, you got chance well, to you know, you still got to you still got to be decent. But I think I remember the Bucks because I don't remember in my lifetime the Bucks ever being anything. Yeah. Uh, I may be wrong. Braden tried to give me some stat yesterday about one of them. A couple of them hadn't been to the to this stage since the 70s. Yeah. One's never been, and the other one it was the 50s. The I don't Bucks. know. Now, this is a 15-year-old boy talking. So, it well, seems maybe, to know more about it than I do. Well, so. yeah. It seems like the Bucks. I remember watching a special <laughs> on their mascot that would do all them tricks and yeah. slam dunk, kind of like the gorilla for the Suns. Yeah. They had one. He was a buck. Sure. I saw him. That's about all I know about the Bucks. Well, I, I don't want to spend this segment talking about the NBA. I just didn't know that those four teams were in it. Caught me off guard. Knew about the Hawks, but that was it. Um, yesterday, if you missed the kickoff hour, uh, we had an interesting question kind of kicking around and got some great advice from Chuck and Hoover in regards to parenting. Yeah, yeah. Got a lot of emails on that. Um, sure. And so, hey, go back and listen to the podcast or, or watch the archive on YouTube. Um, it's uh, it's really good. Uh, today, Rick, uh, it's Bible study day. Don't know if you know that. Wednesday. He's going through How to Be a Man. It's a trilogy. The trilogy. You know, yeah. there's three books out there. You know what they call that, Greg? A trilogy. trilogy. That's called a trilogy. I'm They're in the third book, that. Discovering What It Means Try to Be three. a Disciple. Session two is today, 12 p.m. YouTube Live. It'll be archived. If you just want the audio only, archived at BurgessMinistries.com. But you can see that live on YouTube today, 12 p.m. Central Time. How to Be a Man, Discovering What It Means to Be a Disciple. Session two. So, um, And it'll be archived on YouTube as well. Um, I think that's the house cleaning items I had. Speedy is out. If you're wondering why I'm running my mouth so much this week, that's uh, Speedy is out. He will be back hopefully on Friday. A little vacay. Um, what I do mean, you got, Greg? You got that look about you. 
I mentioned this to you earlier. I did, this is not going to spend a lot of time on it, but we all know, we know Nick Cannon, right? You know what I'm talking about? Craig, you've been, this is your story of the day, I've noticed, because we've been talking well, about this this morning. Nick's doing his part t- to keep the human race He alive. is. He sure is. Nick is expecting some, one of this, some model announced that, you know, that she is carrying his child. And when this child is born, it will be his fourth child born in less than a year. Is that me? Yeah. How scared me to death because I thought it was me. I thought, what have I hit over here? Do you hear what it's I said? It's usually not my fourth. Word. Now, one, there are a set of twins here, but still, within a year, four children. Now, I know we're supposed to be fruitful and multiply, but I don't think this is the intention. Nick's, he's really buying into this fruitful thing. And uh, he explained in 2016 that we're here to be fruitful and multiply. That's oh, really? What so he actually for. used that? He actually did. So uh, wow. he is okay. doing his part, and four kids in 12 months, that's that's quite a quite a show. I think he's got a total of seven kids. I think he's got a, don't even have a set of twins with Mariah Carey. I maybe so you said that. that I knew him and Mariah were were married at one point. Mm-hmm. I didn't know they had twins. I think I'm right. I could be wrong. But uh, well, he's doing his part for society. It sounds like as far as making sure the population's intact. Just to keep story, last week he welcomed his twin sons, and then in December he welcomed a daughter. Her name is. Powerful Queen Cannon. Are all these women okay with this? I, evidently, they are. One was a DJ. You know, I guess one of these. You know, and how's uh, it go? You know, they spin the sounds. Yeah. You know, I just want to see radio DJ. Something about that with a burn on your arm. It, it made it a little more like edgy. That. And then his daughter was born to a model, and this this next one, I believe, is a model. But Nick Nick's doing his part to keep the human race alive. He Let's is. Go ahead. I think it's that turban he wears every now and then. You ever seen him with his turban on? I have. I have. <sighs> but anyway, so. How about Nick? He's well. The list continues to grow. He's making a good living. So he that's needs your, to. I'll that tell you your, that. Uh, that's your he needs story to make a lot day. of money. He does. He does. Yeah. Um, quite the. I don't know how many people can say that I've had four kids born in one year. No, that's a. It's a small group, probably. That may be one of those Guinness Book of World Records, but I don't know. Right. Willamette is uh, still in play. If that's your jam, not right. so much for me, but it's still in play. If y'all uh, be listening today, tomorrow, Friday, who knows? Yeah, still man. in play. Yeah, we'll see. When we come back, I'm gonna go one on one with Greg Burgess. I don't know how this is gonna work out, but I'm gonna use my little books here. Oh, that I like. getting his little books out. The what ifs and the would you rathers, and we're gonna go one on one with Greg Burgess. Bring it on. Hang with us. This will be interesting. Would you rather? may not be any good, but it's going to be interesting. There you go. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes after the hour, it is the kickoff hours. The Rick and Bubba Show, Helmsy, alongside Greg Burgess. Welcome in, welcome back. Whatever the case, we are just honored that you would make us just a little smidgen of your day. We know there's a lot of options out there, and so uh, not sure why you'd pick this one, but thankful you you do. Greg, uh, this portion of the Rick and Bubba Show is sponsored by MyPillow.com. You know, if you're looking for other truly unique gift items or just new items to improve your own life this summer, check out my store at MyPillow.com. The promo code Bubba will also save you big time on everything you buy. Think of this as your new Amazon, but only a little better and without having to support some of the agendas that they support. You know, that's some of the examples. They got military flags, patriotic decorations. They got Save My Blades as a way to keep your razor blades sharper longer. How about that? Brittany's all-natural moisturizing soaps, essential oils. Coral Sun Cooling Spray Mist, just hundreds of items to choose from. My Pillow is also offering our listeners a premium pillows 
for just $29.98. That's some great pillows. You can get them for $29.98. Now, that's a great deal. All you need to do is use promo code Bubba under the radio listener square at MyPillow.com. And remember, all MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square and use the code Bubba or find a link at RickandBubba.com under the sponsors. Thank you for that, sir. So, so there. One of the things that, and by the way, I can't, I can't sleep without the pillow. Oh, I love it. Um, I mean, it is, it is something that is, uh, it's, it's actually, it's like a modern, modern day marvel to me. I you cannot deal. figure 29. it out. Twenty nine ninety eight, yeah. you're getting a deal on these. So from time to time, we do this thing that frustrates me to no end called "Would You Rather" or "What If," where we ask a bunch of, or I ask a bunch of different mm-hmm. questions to Greg and Speedy. Speedy's out this week; he's on vacation. <laughs> And so um, they take it into areas in which bothers me, it frustrates me. And I think, you know, it's good for the audience when anything is going bad on my part. Yeah. And it's, 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 it's a good thing. Um, sure. So, but I thought this morning would go one-on-one with Greg Burgess. And so for those of you that are, I know are wondering, because I get emails on this all the time, this is one of the books that we use for this, 2,000 Would You Rather Questions. Yeah. Okay, so there it is. Nice I thought you made book. them up. This one we don't go too much. Too. It's the what if. Um, listener brought these by, and thank you for that. Yeah. But these are more of the, uh, I can turn these that into the questions they did um, that can be more just for you. And I want the audience to know something. I asked Greg in the break, I said, Greg, do you want me to give you a heads up on any of these questions? And he said, absolutely not. I'm going Don't want to know thought. anything, which is typical you. I'm going first thought on all of them. So we'll start off with this one. Um, if you were suddenly made the leader of the country, okay. what would be the first change you'd make? First change I would make. Of our country, the mm. great U.S. of A., what change would you make? Uh, and if you want to simply go pass and, and hey, I'm going to think about that, that's fine, too. Um, the first change. And these, I'm not answering these. these this is a one-on-one with Greg Burgess. Ugh, I, I'll be honest. Maybe I should have thought because I, I can't. I can't think of. I mean, there's a lot of things you'd like to change, but nothing's just grabbing me. I mean, do I want to be that guy and get political? You know, that's usually the the first. Uh, yeah, one thing I would change. Hmm. All right, we'll move on. I say build the wall back. There you go. Okay. Boom. Wow, you heard it. And I think this is more your. Th- this one will not take long. I don't think for you. If you wrote a song, okay, famous, famous song, and you had to pick one performer who would sing it, who would it be? Bob Seger. Okay. See, I knew that's just right up your alley. Growing up, I've just always liked Bob Seger. I think he sings a good story song. And, of course, if I wrote it, it'd be a story song. Come on. That's what's going to be my next question. Yeah. Okay. I'd make up some characters and come up with a story song because Bob Seger sounds good singing those type. I know you and Rick always, you, you guys are the music guys and, and play instruments and, and like the sing, like that Kinda. whole world. Well, you do. I mean, that's, um, is that, is it, have you ever thought about the songwriting side of things? Like, hey, I, I would like to write a song. Has that ever, like, have you ever tried to write oh, a song? Oh, yeah. See, yeah. we always talk about yeah, the playing you, and Mr. If Lucky. You hear, if you but, hear the, um, the Fat Chance CD. Okay. Those, they're, they're half and half. Some of them were Greenwood songs and some of them were songs we wrote. So. See, to me, Greenwood, it's, to me, he would be a, he would be more of a songwriter. And he really is. Yeah. But, yeah, but I, 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 I'm, not a, I'm not a lyric guy, but we used to come up with the little melodies and the riffs and all that. And then you okay. just piece them together. Outside, this is a little different, outside of your phone and your texting app, 
if you could only have one app on your phone? You can still text and you can still call. What app outside of those two would you have? You can only have one. What's it going to be? Uh, weather. Really? Yeah. Would you choose weather over email? The- and I probably should have included email with the first two. Yes, um, I wasn't thinking. I'll, I'll yeah. take it out. I'll take it out. So it'd be. And weather. to be honest, if it wasn't for this job, I wouldn't even care mm-hmm. about the email being on there. Some say you don't care anyway. Well, that's a good point. But I do have to check, like, for, you know, <laughs> know, hey, this commercial didn't run, stuff like that. Now, anything yeah. beyond that, I'm usually okay. Well, I'll get to that in a minute, and then I forget. If you could, only, if you had to exercise every day, Ooh. every single day, for for thirty minutes to an hour. But you could only do one exercise. What's it going to be? Rowing. <laughs> the rowing machine. I, I get it. I didn't know that's what you were going to say. <laughs> rowing. But I love the rower. Yeah, it, it just does so many things. Okay. Huh? And, Very, it don't, and it don't pound your knee joint. See, I would have just went, and you know what? Probably get a treadmill and I'll walk and jog. Not going to run, rowing. but I'll walk and jog. But Shirtless rowing. rowing. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> huh. I want a rower, by the way. I do too. I keep telling myself I'm gonna buy one, and I but think then if I do, I won't use it. Well, and but the, here's the thing about a rower: it's easier to move it out of the way. Yeah, a lot of them fold up. The ones a lot of them like slide under beds. Cross I mean, fit them yeah. concept E three concepts or something. You can pick them up one hand. Yeah, and and you like you said, you're working several different. It's low yeah. impact. Uh, yeah, I'm with you. I didn't think about that. But yeah. that's, rowing okay. machine. Uh, here's here's another one. If you could magically be better at something than you currently are, what would you choose to be better at? Uh, magically be better. I would magically like to be able to play golf really well. Okay. Even though I don't play golf, that I That catches to. me off guard, too. Yeah. So of all the things, if you could just say, I'm, I would I'm, like, to, I, they'd be looking going, what happened to Greg? Where did he come from? Wow, he's good at golf. Never played Davis. I don't know why. I've liked golf and I would like to play it, but I've never put the time in it. And I would like, if I could snap my fingers. Because I know, see, now it would take so much to get good at yeah. it. But you said snap your fingers and be good at yes. it. So that was the first thing. Right. If you're just joining us one-on-one with Greg Burgess out of the What If book, if you started a book club, I know how you like to read, Greg. I do. If you started a book club, you could invite three people. Who would they be? In a book club? Yes. Three people. Yes. You mm. can't invite Speedy or myself. Donald Trump. Or Greenwood. Donald Trump. Okay. Wow. Uh, <laughs> three. Mm-hmm. Brett Favre and uh, uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. I, I, I'm just throwing that. So, so now I'm gonna I'm gonna change it. I'm gonna hold you to this. You can invite friends outside of Speedy and myself. You can't invite us. It can't be a famous person. Who are you going? Oh with? my goodness! I don't you even can know use Greenwood here. Yeah, yeah Greenwood, Greenwood definitely. I think we're in a club kind of like that. <laughs> uh, Gerald Cates. I knew that. Was- I don't think he knows how to read. Uh, <laughs> Uh, little Lee Hubbard. Okay. That, that's kind of where I thought yeah. you'd go there. There you go. You three in a book club. Yeah. Picture but then, that. But then can Zell Jr. and Brett Favre them come over too at times just to visit? Yeah, from absolutely. the celebrity class? Yes. Okay. 100%. couple more. Um, if someone, today in your 50s, if someone challenged you to a running race, would you take them up on it? Is it distance or speed? It's uh, it's speed. I won't win, but I'll take them up on it. You will take You'll yeah. say you I'm not going to win. That's, I mean, Unless they're, they may be seventy years old. You didn't say, right? Yeah, I don't. I, I'm just saying, if anybody, well, I mean, I give it a shot. And it may be that you it go. Ain't going to end well. Helms, that's circumstantial. Depends on the situation. It ain't going to end well. But you would say yes. yes. See, I'm in a mode where I think, eh, whatever. No, I'm at least have you're a going, show. You're, you're still in your fifties. Yeah. Going to go. I'm, gonna try. I'm, I'm in. Okay. Yeah. 
I may pull a hamstring. <laughs> like Speedy did that day out yeah, here? Yeah, like somebody shot him. That was rough. It was. Tough scene. Of course, a lot of people thought he faked it because Adler had him beat. I know. But, I know. But I did see the – I mean, he actually tore a muscle. You could see an indention in it. Yes. So – one of the my favorite things about that was uh, doing the recap with his wife Terry yeah, and her she, laughing. She was horse laughing yeah, about it. Oh yeah, she she no no, no sympathy no at all. at all. If you decided to start a blog today, oh, Greg, good lord, what would it be about? A blog? Yes. Hey, I'm Greg, gonna start if a you blog. You started a blog today. What would it be about? A blog? Yes. What would it be about? Yep. Goodness gracious! What would a blog be about? What would my blog? Let me think. Oh my goodness. I'm so far removed from blogs. I am too, but I mean, I, um, this eight, is, 80s hair metal bands. Okay. So there that's, you a go. Good, that's a good answer. I'm going with that. Last one, and I'll leave you alone. If you couldn't get into trouble for anything, what's the one thing you would do? Uh, so trouble means, well, not still, if it's wrong, it's wrong. If it's against the law, uh, legally, not a good thing. Probably spending some time Not in jail. Not pay taxes. Okay. All right. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you on that one. That'd be number one. All right. This one, uh, I said last one, but I, I can't oh, resist. Oh, found another one. If you could get something back that you don't have anymore, what would it be? My dad's 1973 Bronco. How about that? That was cool. I am so. I was talking about it the other day. Could have got it. And those things now, people, I mean, they're, I they're worth a lot of money. Plus, I just wished I'd have kept it. He got rid of it and even offered, hey, you want? Yeah. And oh, I don't want. Big regret. Okay. Well, I didn't know you'd have that one so quick. Oh, yeah. I was actually talking about it because I saw one that was fixed up. Yeah. And I thought, man, if I'd have just kept that thing. Well, there it was. Yep. One on one with Greg Burgess out of the What If book. Yep. That, See, I like the way this went. That last one was easy. That, don't I, know if the audience cared anything about it, but I surely did. did. But you know, if they want to come challenge me to a race, then bring it on. <laughs> That's all I can say. We'll be back. Hang with us. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Fifty-one minutes after the hour, we're wrapping up the kickoff hour right here on the Rick and Bubba Show. Helmsy alongside Greg Burgess. Greg, I'm gonna read a headline to you, and, and we won't spend a whole lot of time on this, but this just caught me off guard this morning because I didn't know that uh, I didn't know this happened. All right, lot to, lot to take in here. Okay, hang with me. Martin Luther King killer's ex-wife. Time out. Martin Luther, the person who killed Martin Luther King. Is that what you're saying? Correct. Okay. His wife. Ex-wife. His ex, not his wife, his ex-wife. Martin, here's the, I'm going to read the headline. Try to play that it. That's James just, Earl Ray, is that who it is? I think it is, Greg. Okay. It's very well well done. Martin Luther King killer's ex-wife okay. charged with cruelty against 44 dogs. <clears throat> 44 dogs. 44 dogs. So, the, James Earl Ray's ex-wife. Anna Shonda Ray has been she's charged with cruelty to animals to 40-something dogs. 44. 44. She had 44 dogs. 44, 44 counts of animal cruelty, cruelty after dozens of dogs were rescued can from you, living conditions at her property Can in you imagine the stench yeah. when you roll in there with 44 matted-up dogs? How, how does it get to 40? How does it get away from you and all of a sudden you look and you got 44 dogs? I know. Yeah, we had a litter of puppies here. We had 40, count to 44. 44. It's a, a lot, lot of dogs. Yep. How's that happen? How? 
Uh, here's another line in this. My uh, goodness. Last name Ray, Anna. Anna mm-hmm. Ray, who married James Earl in 1978. Okay. While he was serving a 99-year-old prison She's sentence. She's one of those. These women who, who get obsessed with these people in prison, the, especially the celebrity. Well, I say celebrity, but famous known killers. It's weird. And they, they the guy, I mean, uh, the guy that killed all them people in Florida at, at the college. Yeah. yeah. Some woman married him in prison. Yeah. Just thought that was a unique that, headline. I tell you, it is. When you try to work your way through those words, on you know that, that that's a tongue twister. There. Your other story outside of Nick Cannon today, I've heard <sighs> video. I've seen. I mean, I've seen video. I've heard a little audio over there, and you you will you're wrapped up in it. Well, What's you know going the on? pandemic. You know people are starting to gather. Well, we had quite a gathering in Kentucky. It's called the Redneck Rave. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's a massive country music festival in Kentucky. Started off on rocky footing. Listen to this. Police found. This is the county sheriff, Shane Dahl. The first car they stopped, they you know, said, we're going to do some random checks. They found meth, marijuana, open bottle of alcohol, and also there was a person in there who had two active warrants out for their arrest. He said, well, this isn't starting out very good. At the end of the five-day bash, like I say, dubbed Redneck Rave, one man had been impaled. Somehow a log went through his side-by-side. He was yeah. driving impaled him. One woman had been strangled to the point of unconsciousness and one throat had been cut. All in all, they arrested 14 people and charged four dozen people from five states. Now, this is a big, huge crowd. The, the, the event was organized by, I didn't know, country rap, rapper Justin Time. Have you ever heard of him? And it took place at the Blue Holler Off-Road Park and drew a crowd of tens of thousands, doubling the population of the town of Ollie. So we had a redneck throwdown, and I got some footage. And they had one part; they were racing through this big mud hole, and the guy was play by play on the microphone, yeah. and it's priceless. It, it, I heard some of it. Can't play some of it. I, on I here. do think there's a few items in there that we can pull over to what we call Bank Nine. Yeah, and um, I, you know, the here's a tweet I guess from Justin Time, and he was he was thanking everyone, and I love how. He said, Blue Holler, he thanked them for putting up with an ungodly amount of hours working in the hot A sun from Monday to Monday. And here's the one I like. And we did a story on this guy years ago. Thank you and to all the artists who rocked out the stage. Afro Man showing up will forever be legendary. You remember Afro Man I do was remember. the one that punched yeah. the girl that jumped up on stage with yes. him? And we did the story on it? Yeah. So Afro Man was there, and he thanked him. He said it was legendary. <laughs> I, I what do you think you, of that event some there? days, some days it's a grind to come in here and look for headlines we're talking about, and other days they just fall in your lap. That was a redneck throw down. You need to see the pictures. A lot of people there. I'm gonna watch the video at some point today. That, that mud you were bog earlier. That's, when they're racing yeah. through the mud, running, and everybody's just completely covered in mud, yeah. and they're falling. They can't stay up. And you got a woman. She's a little large, and she keeps falling. It's worth the watch. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and see that. <laughs> we. Um, Wrapping up the kickoff hour, uh, I just got a text from a buddy. He said, I'm trying to wake up over here. Yeah, man. Did I hear you say something about a horse show? Is that real? Um, and so You're a horse man now. So, yeah, it's official. Like, I mean, we've gone from one lesson a week to we're at camp all week and doing a horse show. Are you going to put weekend. Maddie's name on the trailer, the horse trailer, and when you all haul, haul at the horse shows and stuff? I don't know anything about this world. Like, I, I, don't, know the, I don't know how long it lasts. I'm sure it's really cheap. I don't know. First of all, well, no, that's uh, that's nothing. For some reason, my kids have decided to choose the most expensive sports on the planet. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, and I think all of them at this point in time. Are yeah, there used to be a day where you go down to the Park and Recreation Department, pay about oh, 25, 30 bucks. And yeah. The kid was on the team, had a uniform. You notice I stared us away from that because I thought you were about to play the video and audio. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I got away from it. I'm going to um, let you enjoy it later. Yeah, can't wait. But I, I love the commentating. So, so, yes, you did hear that right. Justin, you heard that right. Okay. Horse As shelf. you were trying to wake up this morning. That's where I'll be this weekend if y'all need me. And that's another thing because now we have added. added I, Greg, I, that's a great question. I don't well, know. If I, you, I don't know what kind I don't of know if you get is. there and ride and leave. I don't know. I don't even know what whole. I don't know how the. the I know the uh, Miss Anna is going to take all the horses there, and but I don't know how we go about who picks which horse. Where's this? And um, Wilsonville, I believe this weekend. Okay. No, they're all over. So, so they host these shows. It may be Harpersville, Harpersville or Wilson. Same thing. Is yeah. This weekend they're right there side by Of course, side. Amanda had us in Hartzell uh, like two days ago. Oh well, no, that would have been. And you I said, been way off. I said, well, that's that's not close to Harpersville or Wilsonville. <laughs> that's way off. She goes, well, I heard Har- I, sh- I heard Harper. she said Harpersville and Wilsonville, but I took that from Hartzell. I said, well, that's that's not it. No, this completely that's completely opposite yes. directions. So Hart's, Hart, Harpersville and Wilsonville are together. Yeah. So They're now right. the only other big challenge to this is, of course, the timing. And this is just, you know, I'm not – you people that have multiple kids, y'all get it. Of course, Braden and Carolina are in a tennis tournament this weekend. So we got a tennis tournament show. with two and a horse show with – it's divide and conquer in two, diff, in two areas, uh, one in which I have no clue about. Don't even know what to wear. Don't even know what you'd wear. You, need, like you got a cowboy hat and some boots. I'd like to see you maybe a button-up cowboy shirt. See, I don't – and I think, too, like when I go to the farm, I, this is something I'm going to have to start doing, okay? And this is not their fault. It's everybody knows you go to a farm, you're going to take – when there's chickens and pigs and horses, uh, you're going to take a chance of stepping in poop oh, of yeah, some kind. Don't just wear happened. nothing. You need to slick so, Well, that's the thing is I'm going to have to find – I'm going to have to find me or keep me a pair of old shoes in, in my car. Yeah, you don't want one with a lot of tread because that that old dude who gets up in that tread is tough to get it, it out. It is, it is. So, and I think about it halfway. You there. may slip down in a pile. <laughs> the big show, cowboy hat follow. starts when we come back from commercial break. That's right, Rick and Bubba, hang with us. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba, Bubba for twenty percent off. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Rick show. Eight six six. We be big as the number. Him, brother. Rick and Bubba, Rick a brand new hour Bubba. has begun and starts with a national anthem.
Eight and a half minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. A brand new hour has begun, and we're thankful that you are here as we move forward. Uh, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Adler have already given you a Rick and Bubba kickoff hour. Speedy is on vacation. He will return next week, but when he returns, he'll be hosting Rick and Bubba Best Dove shows because then Bubba and I will be on vacation. Uh, as we all get to move toward Independence Day in this time of year when there's a lot of uh, vacationing, and hopefully you're getting a chance to do some of that more this year than last year because of the pandemic. Um, our interns today that are helping out, picking and cheering, is here. Amelie Vanilli Wafer is here, and they're earning their degree in common sense from Rick and Bubba University. Common sense more than ever uh, now is a superpower. Uh, Over there, there he sits, the pride of Cedar Springs, Alabama. Most of you probably know him best as the Silver Tongue One, the man with a golden voice, professional lunch eaters, man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and a master of the king's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Burgess, friends, neighbors, associates everywhere, welcome in to the little party we call Rick and Bubba. Oh, that's a really good one. Well, you come out to break, then you can give a weather report on this. I was about to say, you can do the entire weather on this. Remember the funny faces That time you told them that you were gonna be married and soon Please say yeah And yet I thought the only lonely place was on the moon Paul McCartney, Sherry and I actually had a discussion about this. You know, Hulu, was it Hulu? I don't know which one it was. I think it was Hulu. It was. Ron Howard has done, did you ever see him? I did. Ron Howard has done a, a documentary on the Beatles, and it, and it really, see, I was, um, I, I'm sometimes, you know, uh, just um, put in a timeout almost in the music world for not embracing loving the Beatles like I should. Yeah, yeah, and I'm, uh, I'm kind of in that boat. Right, and um, I'm, it's almost like I'm ostracized. Yeah, I can only go in so many groups. And and mainly, what I mean by that is, it's not that I don't respect their their influence on all music because it's it's profound. Uh, I just didn't really care for the catalog of the early Beatles stuff. It just wasn't. My, yeah. I, I didn't like that that type of music that much. I I don't want to hold your hand and uh, <laughs> and, and 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 I, don't, I, I, I they're interesting to me yeah. historically much more than they are yeah. musically. And and I don't know what love me do even means. <laughs> but uh but anyway, so um the um but so we got into the discussion and I remember this Greg, I know you do too. You and I were little bitty fellas because we still lived in Birmingham the first time. Yeah. Which the the oldest we can be in Birmingham is me 6 you 5. Yeah. Because uh, we moved the year that you were six and I was five, or maybe you weren't even five. Yet, I was but, four. Yeah. So, but I had just turned three, six. and that's my final yeah. offer. But anyway, I was three. You know how you the certain areas of your life you go. I know I can't be any older than this. Yeah, but I remember 
So the, I remember Beatlemania, and and I remember we had we had a neighbor that that's what I was going to say. We had a, we had a neighbor across the street that was a teenager, yeah, and named Sylvia. Do you remember this? I do remember this. And and I don't she, remember this. And she was like a flower. She was like a flower child. I mean, straight up. Oh yeah. And she would lay out in her yard with like an acoustic guitar <laughs> yeah. on, on her yeah. back. And, yeah. and, and and she was obsessed with the Beatles. And I think about when you're a stupid little kid. I think she's talking about a bug. I'm I don't understand yeah. any of this because I'm just a stupid little kid. And and I remember the thing was for all those girls is which one do you like the best? Yeah, you know the Beatles. Right. And, and she was a George Harrison guy. I'll okay. never forget that. I, and, I didn't have and, that detail. Yeah, I, I just remember that in my mind. I didn't know who that was. I just remember her saying George. I didn't know what it meant or anything. And uh, why well, how I remember that? But anyway, so this led to Sherry saying to me, she said because Sherry <laughs> likes the Beatles, and she and and so does uh, my my youngest son and and uh, oldest son, and they don't understand this. Big loves a little more with me. He's like, eh. so, but um, so she says, which one of the two main singers do you like the best? And I said, well, Paul McCartney. And she goes, wait, what? She goes, you think Paul McCartney's a better singer than John Lennon? I said, well, I'm, I'm sorry, I do. I like I like Paul McCartney's style better. Yeah. And then she kind of said, I don't think you're thinking. She goes, you got to go back to the early catalog. You realize John Lennon. You're is, thinking about when they were solo. Yeah. See, and and yeah. she kept saying Wings. that. She said, I'm not allowing you to go over to Paul McCartney and Wings. And yeah. I said, well, I, that's what I like. With a little <laughs> yeah. So what, it, it, it got into the point that we were playing Beatles songs, ones that Paul sang, ones that John Lennon sang, that we then started doing solo albums. I wasn't allowed to bring the Wings into it. She said, no, no you can do Paul McCartney solo. Like, what well, you know. You can do say, 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 say and say, all that. And I said, well, say. I don't really like that. No. And she goes, see there. I, and then I came to the conclusion that I like Paul McCartney and Wings the best. Maybe I'm amazed. Uh, I mean, I mean, uh, or maybe I'm amazed. Ben on, yeah. yeah, on the Run. Live and Let Die. Ben on the Run. I said, I like Paul McCartney and Wings the best, so I put that over here. Yeah. What about but, Live and Let Die, one of the greatest Bond movies remade by Guns N' Roses? And then I had to and I had to admit, which I wasn't prepared for, and this is probably gonna get a little pushback. When I go to the strictly solo stuff, I like John Lennon better. Strictly solo. Yeah. These little silly love songs really. silly love songs yeah. and and you know the the say 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 and uh, can I, I, I didn't really like all that. Can no, I, I didn't either. Can yeah. I can I enter this into it? Is yeah. it the fact that John Lennon was just so weird? Yes, that that and I, that, I, I think that, I was letting that get to that, me. That that will that will sway your argument because it did for me. Uh, but if you go back, to he the, he is a bird, man. Yeah, See, I mean, but okay, I had the the weirdness. You're right, and that's what I remember the most. But when I watched this documentary you're the one that told me to watch it yeah now i have a complete different I look too. i didn't I see them then that that was pretty amazing as a matter as a matter of fact john lennon they were is they the were most amazing. like us when it was the four of them he's the funny one he's the yeah yeah he, he's he, he, he yeah. had some great one goodness they wrote a lot of songs yes wow. they did greg and what about and, just and say they play you know, my, well my, i didn't realize see I mean, how much better they play they're tight so now i find <laughs> myself because of this documentary i now appreciate the beatles and like the early beatles better than that's I did it before. the hippie beatles i'm not so much into but the early ones and know. i may go as far as to say you mean in the suit yeah, yeah. i may go as yes. far as to say that in the on the beatles catalog that john lennon may be the better he may be all right so yeah. i know you've seen the clip where they're playing for like the queen oh yeah and a lot of the royalty of course, he's, he's and, and and he tells them if uh, and uh, <laughs> he tells them that if they like the performance, they don't have to clap; they can just jiggle their jewelry, yes, or whatever. Yes, I, do, have you seen that? Clip? I have. That's, a, That's I'm paraphrasing it. I'm messing it up, but it was really funny. My favorite thing in the documentary, as far as our type type of humor, is when the American press doesn't really know them yet, right? 
And he grabs one of them and says, well, I got one of them right here. Which one are you? And he said, I'm Eric. And the guy goes, we have Eric from the Beatles. And he's just sitting there looking around going. <laughs> you know, my favorite was Pete Best. <laughs> yeah, oh, boy, did he miss the race. Did you see what they said about Ringo Starr actually made them? Yeah, they replaced Because he was a broke. Yeah. But anyway, if you haven't seen that documentary, and how about how about the fact really they were good. bigger than we had PA? I know, yeah. They, they draw he, bigger crowds than we had the equipment to make them hear it. Yeah. Did Pete Bass leave or was he kicked out? I think they replaced him. Yeah, I think they replaced him. That's the way it felt in this documentary. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It is 22 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. We're back. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. Well, I, today we're all uh, just, we don't even know how to function because of how mean Joey Behar is. Uh, I mean, Joey. Oh, boy. She's, she's boy insensitive. Oh, an insensitive my goodness. Person. Goodness, goodness. You know, she uh, is, uh, mm, has very mm, low tolerance for anybody mm, joking around about anything. Well, and now she tried to make a little joke. and uh, Joey, Joey, Joey. She's kind of got caught up. Not in a lot it, of joy there. Not a lot of joy. Well, she's mean. And her, her, her comment is so terrible and so insensitive uh, that we're not even going to say it. I'm not, I, Bob, I'm not going to honor this statement by repeating it. Because it's so mean and so insensitive, and uh, how? Let me tell you what this is on a a somewhat serious note. And notice I said somewhat. I want all of you to pay attention out there during the new uh, all loving, all kind. Uh, you know, they put the little bumper stickers on the car about mean people, and you know, in their world, the worst thing you could ever be is mean and mean, yes. and you can't joke around anymore, and uh, it's just insensitive, and you know, how dare you? And, and you must be canceled. You must be run out on the rail. All mean people. Now, keep in mind, the left conveniently gets to define mean people. Uh, so that's always very convenient. It's their definition. If this was anybody else other than one of their beloved liberals. Oh, they'd be out on oh, their it, 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 The beloved view cannot be touched. But I will tell you this. this is, listen to this statement. No matter how, how hypocritical the reaction to Joy Behar's comment about the NFL player that has come out as gay, no matter how, no matter how it is played, Here's one thing you cannot miss, okay, in this fake world we live in. When Joey Behar has the camera turned off, she cuts up and makes jokes just like everybody else. Sure. When, when, they're, when, they're, when they get in their own little room together, mm-hmm. if you knew the things they said about uh, certain groups of people that they claim that, to, to protect from all of us mean people out here, that, let, let me say, there's nothing meaner and nothing more insensitive and mo- nothing more cruel <laughs> Than, than a far-left Hollywood liberal behind closed doors. And see, yep. once again, Joy, Joy actually said who she really is. She's a comedian. She That's her background. That was her foundation. Boy, you can't tell it. And she thought she, <laughs> she, thought she had a funny little comment to make about football and gayness, and she said it. And, uh, and if anybody else had done this, it would be the, it'd be the oh, end of it. Uh, it'd be the end of it. Okay, she couldn't help herself. She uh, she went for the giggle, they're saying. Not going to repeat what she said. Joy's co-host reacted to the joke in different ways. The host put her fingers in her ears. Sarah Haynes groaned. Sonny Hostin shook her head. And Megan McCain rolled her eyes. Mm-hmm. At the end of the segment, uh, 
Behar walked back the joke by asking the audience to pretend she never said it. Mm-hmm. She said, I just long for the day that you can be gay in this world. It doesn't become a big deal. By the way, that inappropriate joke I made for daytime television, scratch it, make believe it never happened. Sorry, Joy. You don't allow. Oh, wait you, a minute. You don't allow others to oh, say. Oh, oh, nobody oh, else can scratch hang it. Hang on a minute, oh. JB. <laughs> well, she has to be removed from the view, and I mean today. Yes, sir. We got to cancel. We got to cancel that. Homophobic. I mean today. She, you know what she lets out, Greg? She is. She's, she's phobic. She is. She's got to go. she got to go. She must be canceled. Cancel Joy. Cancel. Cancel Joy. Babylon, B, Babylon B's headline, NFL player announces he's gay, now switching to soccer. Okay. <laughs> Gosh, that's, that's good. That's so good. So, college soccer player over here, I just, just look at her reaction to that. No. Well, look, I, I mean, that's funny. I mean, that's funny. <laughs> it is. So, I mean, it, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's not like women's soccer. It's just, I mean, we, the, we, the, do, so, we do make a big difference in the tape. Yeah. yeah. By the way, while it is gigantic, still women. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, yeah. For I mean, sure. you, you, you wouldn't have me following men's fast pitch softball. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'd be like, ah, that's a, I think that it's a different deal there. Yeah. Uh, so you ever tried to pack a crowd for that? You can't. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, so uh, the um, I think Joy should be removed from the view. Am I the only one? I think so. Really. I mean, under today's I'm rules. I mean, no, Rick, you know what I'm calling it? No Joy. No Joy. No Joy. <laughs> let me. T- I called No Joy and I was out. <laughs> Listen, let me tell you something. You're below the hard deck. <laughs> no if, Joy. Head back to the flight. Deck. If we play, <laughs> if we play by the rules that the Joy Behars of the world, if we play by the rules, they want us all to play by. But she she cannot be. I better not look up on TV four and see her. She better not be on today. No sir. After that incident, she at least needs to be suspended for a few weeks. After that incident, is she going to go through? She's training. Is she going to go to sensitivity training? She needs reprogramming. She needs to be reprogrammed. Reprogrammed. We need to bring in and and maybe skip a meal while she's at. She needs to. She needs to sit down with Tim Cook today and be put back in line. A little bit of waterboarding, huh? Just a little bit. So, so (laughs) I mean, she's got. She's got to be. She's got to be canceled. Yeah, exactly. Right. I mean, Out. you know, no joy. But no I, I dream of a day I'm when calling no joy. I dream of a day. No joy. I dream of a day when people is insensitive and mean and backward and antiquated. And the Neanderthal comment she made. Oh, I know. I mean, it's uneducated a, uh, redneck. Yeah. Next, <clears throat> so she's got to. She's got to go. How can she? How can? I guarantee you. What do you? All right. Let's let's now let's do let's guess now. Will we hear another word about this after nope. today? No. No. No, she may apologize again today to kick well, the show off, you and, then that'll, be, it and that'll be it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she'll, she'll, she'll come out with an official statement. Yeah, she'll have to. She'll have to apologize one more time. Yeah, for you to make us do it. If and, you, and it'll take about thirty seconds. You'll never hear another word about to it. To make a statement like she did, it means that she makes the same kind of jokes everybody else does. Yeah, because that's that, right. look. She couldn't. You know, it flew out of her mouth before she thought. Her, well, you know why? Because her mind was like, "I did what that right there." <laughs> And there was a day when you know, I could have said, well, everybody could have <laughs> and moved on. Yeah. But not now. Look. Oh, no. Uh, I think everybody needs a little better sense of humor. Oh, yeah. But but that's not what Joy says about us or the <laughs> things we say. Joy be <laughs> can't go, oops. Uh-uh. Hey, scratch that. No. Hey, scratch that. Scratch that. Scratch Joy. Bubba, please start the hashtag movement, no joy. <laughs> no hashtag joy. no joy. Hashtag. Bubba clearly called no joy. He was below the flight deck. How about this? It was only for a few seconds. How about this? I had the shot. I wouldn't endanger anybody, so I took the shot. There it is. We, we have to start no joy. You know. So we can get her canceled from the view.
we used to have an intern named Hoss who could quote Christmas Vacation just oh. just at any moment. I wish we had somebody could quote Top Gun. You know, are we ever going to see the new Top Gun? Movie? No, I don't think ever. No joy. No joy on that either. Bottom of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. When you were young and your heart was an open book You used to say live and let live You know you did, you know you did, you know you did But if this ever-changing world in which we live in makes you Live and let die. It is 35 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. 866, we be big as a number. Live and let die. We'll get to some of your phone calls today. Will of Meat uh, has, has not spun yet this week. Could spin uh, today on the program. Be paying attention for that. Uh, CandidCO.com slash Bubba. CandidCO.com slash Bubba. Are you unhappy uh, with your smile? You don't have to... Uh, you know, be uncomfortable. Uh, you don't have to accept this any longer. Thousands of people have used CandidCO.com slash Bubba, uh, the clear, comfortable, removable, and practically invisible aligners to help straighten their teeth. For example, uh, we had uh, a young man that was getting married out of Nashville, and he was worried about the wedding coming up, and he, he knew all the pictures were going to be made, so he started on CandidCO.com, and he says, Hey, Rick and Bubba, thank you very much. Uh, because it was effective and, uh, and I was able to, uh, have perfect teeth for the wedding. And if you would like the help from candidseal.com slash Bubba, they're standing by and they're ready. Now they only work with orthodontists. Uh, I, I, matter of fact, uh, Greg and I were talking about this the other day, when it comes to tooth movement, you can't just use anybody. Uh, and some of these other companies do not use orthodontists. They use general dentists and that's not their expertise. So we're talking about orthodontists, orthodontists only. Uh, the one who creates your plan will be with you from start to finish. Average treatment, six months, but you'll see results way before that. So uh, be your best. Start straightening your teeth today by saving $75 on the starter kit because you support this program. So go to CandidCO.com slash Bubba. Use the code Bubba. CandidCO.com slash Bubba, code Bubba. Also, there's a link at RickandBubba.com under the sponsors button. So, Bubba, you were telling us in, in the break, we got talking about movies after we – you know, music uh, led to movies, and then movies led to talk, and then movies led to a reminder about Father's Day weekend that you forgot. Yeah, well, you know, Father's Day weekend, the dads get to call the shots on a lot of things, oh, what yeah. they want to do, where they want to eat, you know, uh, things they want to watch on TV. So uh, we were gonna we were gonna try to watch a couple of movies, and of course it was Father's Day, so Dad gets to pick. Absolutely, it's Dad's choice. <laughs> I wanted to watch what I felt like was two of the great cinematic dramas of our time. Michael J. Fox and Secret of My Success. Okay. Oh, boy. Right. And Cannonball Run. My goodness. I mean, so that you, was your choices. So you, I got boos and hisses on Cannonball Run. So you must have went over to the uh, uh, former Academy Award winning section. <laughs> yes, Rick. <laughs> went over there with minute work. Right. <laughs> you know, I didn't think about that one. Yeah. That, that, that would have been there. How could you not do that? That's one of your uh, favorites. Well, I, you know, what? I had not seen Cannonball Run in a while, so I kind of wanted been to see it again. And, you know, the family boo-hiss on Cannonball Run. Why were they so upset about it? I don't know, and I tried to explain it, and then I made them watch clips of it, you know, to try to fire them up, and that really didn't work. Nothing. Uh, Crickets? Captain Chaos didn't really inspire anybody. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the tie-in to Roger Moore, Live and Let Die, which Mm -hmm. I think was one of the best Bond movies, the fact that he's in that movie 
and the character that he plays. He plays the like he's 007, yeah. although he can't say that. Right, yeah. But he tells, like, one of the times he's about to get in a fight, and, he, and he's doing his – he says, you know I'm Roger Moore. And the guy just punches him and knocks him out. You know, yes, I mean, good. see, that's good that's, stuff. That's ph- phenomenal. <laughs> and every – you know, he plays the whole James Bond. He's got the, yeah, you know, the spy mama. car. And yeah. every time you see him, he's got a different woman yeah, with him. Sure, you know? yeah. So let me ask you this. That's good stuff. I'll, I don't care who you are. Bo what, loves that. Was it it one, is funny. You don't mean to tell me you don't like Cannonball Runs funny. I can't remember, but, I can't remember. Well, I'm gonna Sammy act- Davis Jr. and Dean Martin is priest. I know. Huh? I, I got to watch it again. I've, I've completely forgot the whole movie. And the jokes that they have back and forth with oh, each well, other. Oh, you can't do it nowadays. Rick. Oh, my Everybody gosh. Everybody Joy Behar. Well, I was going to ask you this question because I have had this happen to me. Sammy Davis, it may be one of the funniest things he was ever no, in. wait a minute. But, but I but – I, I, What's I, funnier, Greg? <laughs> I don't even know what he was in. <laughs> <laughs> man. Greg, that's a song. You wasn't a movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> but anyway, I don't know how many movies Sammy Davis Jr. was even in. But you I mean, know he, he had that glass eye and he oh joked yeah, about it all sure. the time. Wasn't he a devil worshiper? No, Greg, what are you talking there's about? a rumor of it. Greg, what are you talking about? rumor of it. Look it up. <laughs> Dean Martin asked him what he's looking at, and he's like, "Well, the good eye or the bad eye." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who can laugh at a Satan worshiper? Greg, what are you talking about? <laughs> what Sammy Davis Jr. wasn't I'm a Satan worshiper? <laughs> Greg, what? Greg, who can take some hellfire? <laughs> <laughs> All the Satan man can. <laughs> Dean mean, Martin was funny. He always had a drink in his hand. He Dean had that Martin hair slicked me. back. The, yeah. huh? Everything was so politically incorrect then. Yes. I mean, yes. so I want to go back to this, though, because I have had this happen. Burt Reynolds yeah. with Farrah Fawcett? I have had this huh? happen to me before. I've ta- I've gone back. To, know, I've I gone know. back and watched a movie that I thought was just fantastic. Right. And I and yeah, then I, I would be the same. When I see I it. when I see it modern day, I'm like, all right, that's not as good as I thought it was. But what or was, sometimes there's stuff in it I forgot about, and and you're yeah. just like, oh my, I, that happened to me with Funny Farm. Well, see, a this huge mistake. This happens to us because, you know, as we've moved into uh, <laughs> that, no way. Okay. As we've moved into political correctness we forget how funny some of it was because they were not politically correct and they just oh, say yeah anything. well guys I, greg greg you said it i've said it there's been at least three of us i think maybe helmsy maybe you if you're four we've tried to watch this new kevin james thing on netflix thinking it would be hilarious you got kevin the, the james crew guy. yeah and it's terrible yeah. it's and, and the reason why it's terrible is they can't be funny i mean you can see them trying to do comedy by by going in onto the list and say all the things we can't make jokes about you know what that leaves Nothing, yeah. So it's not a funny show, and uh, and 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 I and I was off. I thought this would be good. It'd be clean. It'd be something we can enjoy. But but when you take comedy and try to lay it across the, the, all the political correctness and all the offended people of today, it's tough. almost impossible. It's tough, isn't it? Yeah. You know, everybody goes, "Hey, there's nothing in here that offends anybody." Somebody says, "Is it funny?" Nah, not really. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Nobody's going to be bothered. Does anybody want to watch this? Nah, but they, but you know, at least, at least nobody's upset. Only Greg would know this. Was Cannonball Run before or after Smoking the Bandit? After. Okay, so it, it had a touch. You of, see how quick he answered. It that. had a touch <laughs> of Smoking in the Bandit feel to it. Still the same thing. Of course. Yeah, that Don't same. Bubba, if you got a category, in fact, it may be that same. What's the guy that did the movies with Bert? That was the stunt guy. I don't know. Hal Needham. There he is. I he may have been involved in that one too. Yeah. Greg, what was the what was the movie? Is it Hooper? When Burt Hooper, Reynolds, I love Hooper. Hooper. Yeah, Burt, Burt Reynolds, the stunt guy. Yeah, yeah, that's I love that movie. But to me, he's, he's the same character in all of. Oh, of course, yeah. You know why? He it works. Yeah, he's Gator. Yeah. He's Gator. In Gator. Gator. All right, yeah. so let me let me you see. Remember Gator? Paul Crew. Let me yeah. say this, Greg. If I get him right. All right, so we had Gator. 
Mm-hmm. We we had uh, White Lightning. We had Hooper. We had White Lightning. See, I don't remember that's what I was White Lightning. What was the Dance Kings or Dixie? Oh, the, WW, the WW, Dixie Dance, Dixie Dance, Dixie King. Dance King. That's, that's a yeah. classic. That's, that's four. Cannonball Run. Smoking to Bandit. It, all these really. Stroker that, Ace. Stroker Ace. And, and these, wasn't he in Best Little Something? Yeah, there in he Texas? was. That's yeah, different. Was. But this <laughs> this group that we just named. And then he was in a serious like, movie the, about the cops. Best Sharky's Little Drive Through in Texas. Texas. No, that's that's not, I don't want that in there. Okay. I'm saying, Craig don't want Sharky's machine. What I'm saying is, I'm giving you a Boogie list. Boogie Nights. I know. Mean, Craig. He's I'm, in that. What? Sharky's Craig, machine. I'm going back. I'm going back to. I'm going back. Was that the name of the movie? Yeah. I'll you right now. I'm going back to when to when Burt Reynolds that little era he had when he was it. I mean, yes. he had it going on. Yes, and like to Bubba's point, and we've done this in Deliverance. In Hollywood, Not, no, he wasn't huge. <laughs> Hollywood has done this for the longest. If they get an actor acting a certain way, which sometimes it's just, he's the same. But Tom Cruise is the same person yeah. in every movie. Vince yeah. Tom Vaughn's, Hanks. Vince Vaughn's the same guy. Tom right? Hanks, other than you know, first. First Gump, probably. First Gump. First Gump. First Gump's day off. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, First Gump's day off. You know, like this. Hey, you better stop looking around. Uh, but anyway, so Forrest Gump, aside from that, a yeah. lot of times, you know, Tom Hanks for a while was just, he was this guy we liked. You know, you can't, you couldn't tell the difference between Sleepless in Seattle and You've Got Mail if you tried. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, yeah. and so they did that with Burt Reynolds, and they would take him in these various comedy slash action movies and they just but they were cranking them out and i mean at the time he was they wasn't nobody cooler than burt oh, reynolds, burt reynolds oh, if, he was on, if he was on tonight show. oh he was on the tonight that show jumpsuit on? oh my he meant business yes and everybody and, and then I, my favorite is when they would bring on of course and i'm gonna open this can now with bubba but when they when they would bring on um who's the guy I couldn't work today that made fun of everybody uh, the Don, Don Rickles. Rickles. When Don yeah. Rickles would get on, start busting, would on, start Burt, yeah. busting on Burt Reynolds. Oh, nothing better. That's great. <laughs> yeah. My favorite Burt Reynolds has got to be Smoking the Bandit. One. Them sequels yeah. are ridiculous. Of course, Greg, he wasn't even in the third. Greg, you've made it clear you don't like sequels. <laughs> I mean, we, we uh, those are horrible. That's it. But the the original, I'll watch it. If it's on, I'll watch it over and over again, and I laugh now like I did then. I love that <laughs> show. You, I, see, we were too young to go see it like when it first came out. But Buford do you, D. Justice. Do you, do you remember <laughs> that mom said that dad went to watch that and they went with some friends and they said dad was laughing so loud it shut oh, the yeah. whole theater down? Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. Because dad had this booming laugh. And it, it slayed him so much that he mm-hmm. was screaming the entire movie. But uh, so, yeah. But yeah, the 70s Burt Reynolds. Oh, like, ain't nobody cooler. Oh. You know, he was Longest in the Yard. original Longest Yard. Too. Yes, yeah. Paul Crew. Oh, Paul Crew. That's way better than that Adam Sandler one. Oh, yeah. That ain't even close. That ain't even close. Don't mess with memories. Uh, What about, do you remember him in The Man Who Loved Cat Dancing? Do not. So your your family wouldn't watch Cannonball Run? It never happened? No. No. Moved and hissed it. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba show 866 we be big as a number Wednesday Bible study returns today session two what it means to be a disciple we'll uh, we'll go into our second installment of that it's a brand new series that we started last Wednesday you can catch it live on our YouTube channel at noon central time one o'clock eastern it'll be archived soon after and available on all the Rick and Bubba social media platforms all right, so let's go to the phones. Uh, 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Sam's in Kentucky standing by. Sam, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you today, buddy? Oh, just rolling up here all the rain we got the other day. Yep, yep. Uh, the, f- 
the funniest thing about the Cannonball Runs and the Stroker Ace movies, especially those two, were the outtakes at the end of the movie. I about peed my pants every time I watched it. Yeah, yeah. That they were. That was kind of the original. Hey, here's some outtakes. Remember, we'd never really yeah. seen that before, and yeah. they started doing that and, and putting it on the movie. Yeah, you could sit in the right theater the and watch it. It was. Fun. Did you watch any of? Cannibal yeah, oh, yeah. Did you watch any of the? Cannibal no, Man? I didn't. I never got started with it. I just saw a lot of. Clips well, buddy, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, yeah. you family. Did That's go all right. I'll, I'll catch it again. Did, Forgot did, about semi tough. Yep. Yeah, did it se- was right after Smokey and the Bandit. Did, by did the way. Secret of My Success hold up? Did, yeah, it was good. Did it it always delivers. Did it hold up? Yeah. Uh, let's go to Brian. Uh, he's rolling on sixty-five. Uh, in a it's, semi- a, it's a little risky, too. You kind of yeah, forget it about it. Well, you, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you're right. Brian, go ahead. <laughs> I don't remember much about it. Yeah, yeah. Talking about the Beatles song, we had gone to Atlanta and watched uh, a Medea play with um, uh, Tyler Perry, and at the end they started playing music, and they took Beatles "Let It Be." And when the part came from Mother Mary came to me, he substituted the, the word Holy Spirit. And, man, that took on a whole different meaning to that song. It just yeah. really a good, such an inspirational song like that. Yeah, I've always loved that song, and uh, that's I, I would think if you added Holy Spirit right there, it would probably make it even more special. But I've always liked that song. It's one of those songs, if it comes on, I'll listen to it. Uh, the, the later Beatles stuff I like better than the earlier, and I know that's not very popular. Uh, <laughs> we continue. Mickey Brantley checking in. Mickey, go ahead. Welcome. Good morning, guys. How are y'all? Good. Oh, I just wanted to ask y'all, have y'all ever saw the Burt Reynolds movie, The End? Yes, I forgot Where, about that. You one. mean when he's Wendell, yes. Sonny Lawson? Yes, when he's terminally ill and he's he's trying to get all this stuff done before he dies. Yes, it's, it's hilarious. Dom DeLuise is going to hit and kill himself. Yes, I remember. Funny. I forgot all about that movie. That's one I completely forgot it, about. It was right in between Simi Tough and Hooper. Gene in Oxford. 78. Gene, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. I got you. Uh, go Big O. Hey, go Big um, O. Wanted, <laughs> wanted to tell you a Burt Reynolds story I had. Uh, we were down with the youth group from First Baptist Oxford down at uh, Panama City Beach. And we were at the uh, uh, Miracle Strip Amusement Park. And uh, Burt Reynolds is sitting on a bench eating an ice cream cone. Really? We walk up. We're, we're going to approach him and, you know, say hi to him. He stands up and turns around, and he has on a T-shirt that says, I am not Burt Reynolds. <laughs> Was it Burt Reynolds? <laughs> Maybe it's the guy just well, looks he, like he got yeah, tired he, he kind of grinned. He, he smiled after we spoke to him, and uh and it, he never did admit he was him, but he had a he had a place in Panama. I mean, uh, in Destin. And uh, yeah, it, it was him. There was no way around it. But he had on a shirt that said, "I am not Burt Reynolds." That's so funny. That's very funny. I think he lives next door to Chris Tomlin. <laughs> <laughs> of course, Burt. Bubba won't accept that Burt Reynolds just died. Yeah, he's going on in. He's, Burt's he's, dead. He's uh, well, here. This is why I asked the question. Right. I asked in the break. Right. You and celebrity. What does. year did he die? 18, uh, I was going to say 17, 18, yeah. So he was in a movie that came out in 2019 called An Innocent well, Kiss. He, they filmed it before he yeah. died. That's, and, that's normal. And he's got one coming out in 2021 called Defining Moments. Yeah. And I, I pulled up the poster, and it's him on the yeah. poster. So yeah, well, he, that, he already had him in the can. Yeah, they had him in the can. Yeah. Yeah. And, that, and, that, and to me, I've always found that Either odd. that, he's really pulled a good one. That That's yeah. happened with other actors right. where, they, where they'll go ahead and release something even after, the, right. you know, uh, what's the guy that killed himself recently? Seymour Hoffman, whatever. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah. yeah. And, also, and then they came out with that. He was Hunger in the right. He was in the Hunger yeah, It feels odd when that happens. Yeah. Uh, let's, go to, uh, let's go to Shane out of Dothan, News Talk 1039. Go ahead. 
Hey, I was just wondering if you guys, I'm sure you guys spoke about this, but that this commercial I saw on YouTube the other night where it showed Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom in 2055, supposedly in the future, and I thought it was a movie, and what it was is it was a political com- uh, commercial yeah. telling them not to vote for the census, or the not census, but the, the, the election thing. Yeah, the S one that was in the Senate that was voted on yesterday. Yeah. They were they were trying to rally support for that. It did get defeated yesterday. By the way, that's the federal takeover of yeah. local elections. So, what were these two wanting everybody to vote for it? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah they were all about it, and, and they were. I saw the, well, uh, the clips. Like, the future, like they were in the was. future, and everything was messed up because people didn't have the right to vote, mm-hmm. and it all you know theoretically started with this, which is not what it was about. Mm-hmm. So Again. in other words, well, I got, I'm really shocked that two actors who make a living pretending created a pretend scenario that is in their pretend world. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Mike in Missouri. Mike, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Yeah. Do you remember the Sammy Davis on All of the Family? And Bubba, you could have named your boat. Ain't never been nowhere. Uh, Sammy Davis Jr. appeared on All of the Family. <laughs> then uh, they random. That was boat. Yeah, yeah. He I think that might have been a twofer. I want to say it was a twofer. I want to say I think he. I do remember him being in Archie Bunker one time. That does ring a bell with me yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh, Greg, you realize that you are you incorrect that Sammy Davis Jr. was a Satanist? I mean, there's rumor of it. I, I know, but Greg, you can't. I mean, you can't. Say I mean, that. I saw it. I read it. I know. I don't mean it's true, but it's possible. But, right. He dabbled. I'm not buying it. Yeah, I thought he was Jewish. He was. Okay. Yeah. All right. At, uh, at some point, Denise converted right. to Judaism. You're right. And then he went to Satanism. Then they <laughs> claim this is what I, the last one that he went back to Judaism. I don't know. So he, he dabbled. He, even in the movie Cannonball Run, he's you he's, know, he's, he's a that. priest. And oh. He's got his Star of David chain on. He's showing everybody right and and drinking he, quite he, a bit of fire. Yeah, he 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 was telling. He said, "God's our co-pilot." <laughs> <laughs> Dean Martin says, "Well, we got two seats. Where's he going to sit?" <laughs> Denise in Lexington, Alabama. Go ahead. Hey, good morning. Hey. I was just going to tell you, I just saw on TV, I think it's on TBS tonight, there's going to be a edited uh, version of the Blazing Saddles. It's going to last from 8 o'clock to 8.06. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. That is so That's good. I started to say, it'll really be added. <laughs> yeah, that ought to. Yeah, if you're going to make that movie politically correct, there'll be about six just minutes. Throw away. Just, Seriously, throw just throw it away. Seriously, just throw the movie away. David, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead, David. Yeah, I was just going to talk about, uh, you know, Sigma Farland. Hey, I was saying these comedians are too scared to talk, you know, make fun of anybody. Yep. That guy's always made fun of people. And I think that's good. He doesn't pick out one group. He makes fun of me like a country boy. Um, yeah. He doesn't really care who he Who's makes he fun of. Who's he talking about? Uh, what's, uh, what's the person's name? Uh, Seth MacFarlane. Seth, Seth MacFarlane. Yeah, well. I, oh, yeah, the guy that yeah, does all the Yeah, well, you, I, I agree. The reason why the Joy Behar thing is what we're saying is she she has tried to live in the world. Seth MacFarlane may have never claimed to be politically correct, but yeah. but Joy Behar has, and she goes out and tries to cancel the whole wide world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, if, if she deems us to have a point of view that she finds um, you know, should be removed from the landscape of, of, now, uh, she of got, ideas. She got a pass for uh, darkening her skin one time, too, right? Oh, of course. Yeah. a celebrity or oh, something course, at yeah. a party. Yeah. So um, She got a pass on that. But we, we think there should be a hashtag no joy. No joy. She's insensitive to the LGBTQ community. Top of the hour.
Sutherland, and you're listening to the Rick and Bubba Show. It is six minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. From the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport, we thank you for being with us today. The real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, uh, Eddie Van Adler, all here. Interns helping out today, uh, Millie Vanilli Wafer, and also picking and, picking and cheering. As a brand new hour starts, we welcome back Mr. Bill Bubba Bus. Rick, glad to be here. Honored and privileged. We thank you for being a part of the Rick and Bubba Show. All right, so we, we've had so many uh, people calling in and updating us. As a matter of fact, I got a, an, an update last night. Did y'all get the update from our road show? I mean, the, our road trip guy. He's now, he went to the Grand Canyon. Did you get yes, his road trip? Yes. Did he, you get that update? Yeah, he ran into some uh, Rick and Bubba listeners. Yes, he That's did. Right. And, and he, ran some Rick, he ran into some yeah. Rick and Bubba listeners that had, had, had apparently been having a good time there. Uh, he, he said, he said they were lit and fired up at the canyon, <laughs> at the canyon. Okay. And, uh, so, not a good place to be in that. No, now if you're going to, yeah. if you're going to partake of the, of, uh, the devil's water, it's, uh, it's not it's, recommended it's, on the old, old ledge. <laughs> I wouldn't be no. hanging around the, the grand canyon. I don't think. No, but, no. but anyway, he said they were in a good, watch that first step. It's a, it's a doozy. He That's said they it. were in a good mood and they, they, were, they were glad to see him. So, I mean, Rick and Bubba fans are everywhere. So, so there's road trips going on. Well, we, we've had a listener of the show. He's outside right now, Daniel. Daniel. Big Daniel. Has been calling this show and, and emailing the show for, for quite a while. And he and his family have been on their own road trip. They've been, they've been everywhere. From Cali. From California. Yep. So, so Daniel has, has come from California. And he and his family, they, they, they've found their way. Um, uh, I mean, they, they went, they went to Huntsville. To, I saw them this weekend at uh, the Gridiron men's conference and now they've went all the way out to, I mean, they've landed uh, just outside of, of Birmingham at Oak mountain state park where they've been camping out. So, so Daniel, come over here to this, this mic, we, either one of these mics right here. So, so you have, I, I'm just wondering for you today, when you found, you found the show, if I remember what on YouTube, was that right? Is that where you, how you found the show? Uh, Blaze TV. Blaze TV. That was it. Okay. So Blaze TV. Welcome, Daniel. Welcome, Daniel. Uh, thank you. So you you found the show when? Uh, let's say 2018. I found it on Blaze TV. You guys had the you know that's your Burt Reynolds done the one hour best of you right. know, yeah right. on Blaze TV. And then that parlayed you to go find more. Well, I realized that you know I'm at work at 6 a.m. and that's you know the show was still live during that time. Once I realized what time the show was on, and I just went on YouTube and found it there. All right, so you you have been, and you've been listening now for a little over two years, yes, uh, and uh, almost three now. So so you you have been intrigued with the state of Sweet Home Alabama. Yes, I have. Where we're from, and and you're you're in all the mess in California, you know Ooh. the <laughs> the rolling blackouts, the the grid, the the, tax, the taxes, tax, tax. the just. So what part of California do you live in? I live in San Diego. Oh, yeah, beautiful weather, great place. Now, but, are you from there originally? No, I'm originally from Oregon. My wife is from San Diego, and when I moved out there in 2004, when I, my ship transferred out there, uh, I met her, and then we got married. And the rest is history. The rest, yeah, yeah. So you and your son uh, came to the Gridiron Men's Conference this past weekend. Yep. And um, so you went to Huntsville. So tell us the the track that you've been on. You, do you still have your armband on? <laughs> okay. Yeah. So so you're are you in a camper? 
I'm um, in a uh, 27 foot weekend warrior uh, toy hauler. It's a you know it's a trailer. Yeah. And so what are you pulling it with? Uh, the old uh, 2500 Ram. Oh yeah. There you go. All right, as it should be. So, <laughs> so has this? You know, you heard our guy that keeps calling, and updating us on the road. Did you count the cost? I mean, has it? Has it? It seems like it's run pretty smooth. It has. Uh, just recently, I got a light on my truck saying that my trailer brakes are disconnected, so that's a little okay. concerning. So I called Camper World on Friday. I'm going to swing by there and have them take a look at it because maybe it's some wiring on the trailer because I keep plugging it in. It's, it's plugged in. So other than that, it's been really smooth. How, that's not bad. How long have you been on the road from California? We left uh, June the 11th. Wow. Wow. Road Dang trip. You. So, so where all have you been on the way? Well, we went to Tucson, Arizona. We went to Amarillo, Texas. Did you uh, get there by morning? <laughs> <laughs> Amarillo by morning. Shout out to Big Play Ray. <laughs> you know, we stopped in Shreveport, Louisiana. We Been were there. up in Starkville. I met Robert, one of the tubers there. Oh, really? He came oh. out and brought us some pizza. We hung out Ooh. at the campground for a while. How cool is that? It was real good. Oh, the tubers, man. The tubers. So now you, you, one of your goals was to get to Sweet Home, Alabama the home of the Rick and Bubba show, and to kind of experience Alabama over multiple days. So you've been to Huntsville because I saw you there. And where all have you been in Alabama? Uh, we were at uh, the Decatur KOA over there at uh, Wheeler Lake. I rented a oh, yeah. pon- pontoon boat for the day. How about oh, that? Cool. Ripped around a little bit. Picture it. <laughs> That's a lot of man on that pontoon boat. <laughs> how, how big are you? 6'5", uh, about 350. Good gosh. I told them when I you took. Run behind I told them when you hugged me at, at, at Huntsville, I felt like a small boy. I mean, it, it, you, <laughs> about, I could be a thousand yard wait, wait, What about the footage? Didn't Daniel send the footage of him trying out for the semi pro league? <laughs> <laughs> that footage of you. How's that what team time? was that you were trying out for? Uh, the San Diego Strike Force in the uh, indoor football league. <laughs> right, and you pulled a hammy. I did. <laughs> and, and, I mean, he went right down. He went down hard too. Because at six five three fifty, I'll give you a shot. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, there's yeah. no doubt about yeah. that. So, uh, so you guys did Wheeler Lake, and then is, did you come from there to Oak Mountain State Park or something? You did something. We up, went uh, up to Chattanooga. Okay, uh, we did. Look we, we did yeah. Rock City, Lookout Point. You we didn't went, get through the Fat Man Squeeze. I did. No, you did. I not. got a video of it on my phone. I can you show you. You got through the Fat Man Squeeze. I did. Wow. And my back was touching. <laughs> I went through it. That's, that's pretty tight. It's pretty tight. Yeah. It's pretty tight. So, uh, so has the family enjoyed this trip to the south? They have. Yeah. Are you kind of getting mom sold on it a little bit? Trying to. She really liked the mountains up there in oh, Tennessee. Yeah, I said, great. well, you know, they get yeah. tax-free up there, and there's no income tax, and, you know, the, you can carry a gun however you want. So Absolutely. Right. Right. That's good. So today, the track. So you don't get to do that in San Diego? Not so much. And when I try to take my gun to the gun shop for work, they frown at me because I'm not bringing it in a case. I was like, it's a gun. I'm coming to the gun shop. What do I need to put in a case for? Right. So, wow, so somebody may see the, it. Does the San Diego because we I, I, we've been there before and the the weather's beautiful. Is it almost too beautiful? Does the weather like not change enough for you? That's I mean when it's Thanksgiving and you're out barbecuing and when it's Christmas you're out barbecuing. Yeah. It kind of doesn't feel like Christmas, you know. I mean, really? It's I mean it's seventy degrees. Does right. it? How hot does it get in the summer? The summer is not so bad, but like uh, like August September it'll get. We sometimes triple digits, but really? low humidity. 
Yeah. Still, still. Well, you you won't have to worry about that here. But you're ready. You're <laughs> oh, ready. No. But you're ready. <laughs> this to be... is lucky. Right now, yeah. We, yeah. we're in a little oh, snap. It's you, cold on. It's you had your good. cold snap last night. That felt pretty good. I bet because that humidity's been rough. Yeah. So what? You okay with the humidity? How'd you adapt to? Because you've been in it. If you've been, been been down south as long as you have, Ooh. we've had, it's been pretty humid. I've been okay with it. I mean, I traveled around the world in the Navy, so it kind of reminded me of Asia. Like when you're in Singapore, <laughs> when you're in Singapore, it's pretty humid. Yeah. Oh yeah. And you're. I was putting roll-on deodorant on my shirt because I was just, I mean, right. just wet. Yeah. yeah. And we had a lot of rain uh, come through since you've been around, that, but that didn't, that didn't stop y'all. No problem there. No. I mean, it was kind of nice sitting out. I had my, my you know, my awning out on my trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was watching the rain and the lightning, and Get my wife out. was thinking we were going to blow away, but. No problem. What yeah. about what about Oak Mountain State Park? How do you like that? Is that where you are now? Yeah, it's beautiful out there. It's a ways out. Yeah, it's a ways out, but yeah, it is. Yeah. But uh, we went. The kids swam in the lake last night. We met a couple of uh, guys that were there. One of them was with Cub Scouts. The other one was there because his kids in town for a scuba camp. A and scuba we were camp. scuba, yeah, scuba diving. So we were sitting out there talking to them. They were all playing Marco Polo, you know. <laughs> and we wanted to go back to eat dinner, but like the kids were having such a good time, we yeah. let them stay out till like eight o'clock. So how does it feel to now have made your way to the broadcast plaza and teleport? <laughs> it's amazing. I mean, be because you've been watching this on YouTube and all that. Does it does it feel weird to be in here now? It kind of does. Yeah. Does does it look and feel the way you thought it would? Yeah. I mean, I, I thought I didn't know how far it was between the golden ticket seats. It seems like they're a little closer than I thought because on the on TV they look like they're further back because of the yeah. shadows. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All that. Well, I know Daniel. You have been a, a out there as a Rick and Bubba. Um, you know. Uh, Going out telling people about the show. I can't think of the word I was looking for. Yeah. Uh, ambassador. Ambassador. That's, that's what I was looking for. We were all up. bullied for you, though. Yeah, thank you. Though. But I noticed we left like, you I, hanging. I, I know, not one of you got, got up with it. Rick, I'll be honest with you. I was locked up also. <laughs> I looked over. The whole show's locked up. Only Daniel's like, ambassador's what you're looking for. Guys, ambassador's not that. It, really not. Not one person got it. Not one. You know, but there's some. There's a reason for that. We all have the same work schedule. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. so, so Daniel gets it. You've been an ambassador for the show. And, and this show's about making dreams come true. And I know that you've been dreaming of doing something special on the show, and when we come back, you're going to get to do it. Really? Oh, yeah. Yep. I just want you to know that. When we come back, you, you can take that bucket list item and check it off. Making right. dreams come true, sir. That's right. Right here in the plaza. And it's the least we can do for a guy who's been traveling since early June to get to this broadcast plaza and teleport <laughs> from California. So welcome home, Daniel. Thank you. We'll come back. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Semper Fi, do or die, hold them high at 8th and I. Gunner Sergeant R. Lee Ermy here. Hey, you had best be listening to Rick and Bubba. Don't make me have to come over to your house, knock your door down, and drop you down for push-ups. Just get that knob adjusted right now, sweetheart. 22 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. There it is. There it is. Making dreams come true today, Bubba. We love me, kids on time. Will of Meats. Wait a minute, Rick. We don't have it lit up yet. Uh-oh, we got to find Hounds appears to be lost looking for a cord. Where, Greg? Southern Company, we may need you to find a cord. <laughs> you got to plug the wheel Please in. Please look at Hounds looking for it, Rick. Look. <laughs> 
Is it possible you just need to cut it on? Greg's looking where the wheel. The wheel. There she is. That a boy wheel. We Safety got. first, friends. Safety first. Bubba, tell us about how safe we are with the wheel. Rick, we follow all the IEEE standards for electricity and uh, na- international, national, state, local, and here at the plaza. Well, harryanddavid.com, uh, they're going to give you $50 gift cards for meat from uh, their wonderful website. Uh, we got 1-800-Flowers, has flowers on the wheel. Moultrie's got a feeder on the wheel. Cord Buddy has been added to the wheel. We've got the Cord Buddy Cord package buddy. on the wheel. We've got uh, Blaze TV that brought Daniel to the show. Uh, that's on the wheel. Uh, we got Rick and Bubba products, and uh, so just uh, and you could have a potential pitfall. Daniel, we want to make your dream come true. I know that you have been dreaming about this. Look at Daniel standing next to the wheel. I know. The, Daniel uh, is bigger than the wheel. Yeah. Daniel, Dan, Daniel is bigger than the wheel. The wheel is robust, but don't break the wheel. All right, so Daniel, <laughs> you know what you're waiting on, right? What, what, what do the people have to say to you to get a, get a spin? Wow, what a wheel. That's right. All right, so we're going to be ready. All right, so let's get started. We'll go to Adam and Chelsea. Adam, what do you say to Daniel? Ill. All right, Daniel, go ahead. Okay, okay got it, Daniel. Took it easy. Took it easy. You know what it reminded me of? Daniel looks like that uh, the abominable snowman. From- the gentle giant. <laughs> yeah. You remember Putting him? Top on the Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah! Flowers, flowers, flowers. Smell it! All right, so Adam, uh, uh, Adam, you got a choice of, of two dozen multicolored roses, two dozen red roses, or vibrant summer lilies. Let's go with the summer lilies. Summer lilies for Adam in Chelsea, Alabama, listening to WCCK. All right, let me put you on hold. Uh, all right, we'll continue. Uh, Mike out of Huntsville, where Daniel drove down to, to uh, from uh, Chattanooga up that area at the men's conference. So, Mike, what do you say to Big Daniel from Cali? Hey, wow, what a wheel! Look, he just went back. He did a he did a finger reverse. Did you spin. see it? Just he took his fingers and <laughs> reversed it. The reverse spin of the wheel, Daniel, to see where it lands. Uh, yeah! Me, 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 me. It lives up to its name. Me, me, me. We love me, All right, so, uh, Mike, here's the deal. Uh, you'll get a $50 gift card that'll be emailed to you, so be sure we get the right email. And if you keep looking for it and you're like, I don't see it, be sure and check your junk. Sometimes these spam filters will slide it over into junk, okay? Uh, so we'll put you on All hold, right. and uh, we'll get your information. Thanks for listening to us on 100.3 The River. Uh, all right, let's continue. Uh, let's go to uh, Ricky out of Lincoln, Alabama. Ricky! Ricky. What, do you, Ricky. what do you say to Daniel, Ricky? Well, welcome to Alabama, brother. Do me right. Wow, what a wheel. Let it rip. You see, just, I mean... He just flicks the, the gentle giant. Yeah. He just he just flicks it. That's all in his wrist. Yeah. I mean, just in the in the wheel going. Right. Let's see how it lands for Ricky and Lincoln. Let's go, Ricky, 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 Ricky. Flowers, flowers, flowers. Smell it. All right, Ricky. So congratulations. Ham's <laughs> <laughs> a good job filling in for Speedy. That's today. really good. All right, so uh, red roses or multicolored roses for you, Ricky. Multi. All right, multi. 
<laughs> Multicolored roses for Ricky from Lincoln. How many times you ever heard somebody in Lincoln named Ricky have to decide if they want multicolored roses or red roses? Hey, this don't happen every day. Uh, Bubba, we go to uh, John and we Tumpka, Alabama. John, welcome to Rick and Bubba. What do you say to Daniel? Wow, what a wheel. All right, Daniel, there you go. Daniel, you see the hand of truth over here, buddy? Give and the up. Christmas pig is smiling from here to here. The Avengers pinball machine adding to the excitement. All right, let's see what happens here. Oh, man. I saw, I mean, I'm so sorry. Pippet. It's Pippet. I, I mean, oh, it's not so. Anybody see Pippet? Where's Pippet? Pippet's not coming to dinner tonight. No. So sorry, buddy. Uh, no winner there. To Jasper, Alabama, Robert is standing by. Robert, what do you say to Daniel from Cali? Wow, what a will. Yeah. All right, let's go. What are, you, what are you hoping to win today, Robert? Hopefully the meat. Okay. I like that. We'll the lights on it, Bubba. Uh, come on. You did it, baby. You called yep. you. Yeah. yeah. Me, 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 me. You called your shot, buddy. You called your shot. Robert, uh, we will fix you up with meat from harryanddavid.com. Look for that email uh, uh, when you talk to Pickett and Cheering. Give her a good email so we can send it to you. Uh, and enjoy delicious meat and send us a picture of you enjoying a little harryanddavid.com. Thank you so much, buddy. Uh, we'll continue. All right. Are you kind of wanting to see Daniel go ahead and spin it one I time? I know. Let her rip. I mean, Daniel, I mean, don't break it. But, yeah. I mean, th- this time. Put you back I, I mean, into it. I mean, don't, don't be afraid. You ain't gonna, I, mean, just, I mean, I want you to. Don't tip it over. You've been so gentle with I've it. I got my foot on it. Fire Scott, away. Scott and Huntsville, what do you, what do you say to, to Daniel? Hard as you can. Wow, what a wheel. Daniel, go ahead. Bubba! She's a humming now. She's a humming right along. All right, Bubba, we'll talk about the weather while the, while the, while the wheel spins here. How about that weather out there? All right, let's see. Well, here we go. Now it's slowing down. All right. Flowers, flowers, flowers. Smell it. So it's going to be two dozen red roses for you, Scott, and uh, from 1-800-Flowers.com. So uh, we'll get the deer snorting. We'll get that It does smell like, uh, sound like a deer snorting. We'll put you on hold and get all your information. And thanks for listening to Rick and Bubba on 100.3 The River. Daniel, you did a great job. Let's give it up for Daniel. Daniel made it happen. Uh, congratulations to all our winners today. Only one person eaten by Jaws, so that's not too bad. So we'll come back. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Thanks to harryanddavid.com, 1-800-Flowers.com, Cord Buddy, Moultrie, uh, all the folks in the Rick and Bubba store for making the will of meat all that it is. We leave the lights on. It's illuminated. Look at that new, new pattern it's doing there, Bubba. That's pretty cool. Uh, we'll come back. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up. Your phone calls and more stories as uh, we move forward on the Rick and Bubba show. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show 866 we be big is the number and we thank you for being with us uh, and we'll get to some of your phone calls as we move forward on the program today congratulations to the winners on the wheel of meat uh, cord buddy I mentioned that they were on the wheel of meat uh, also they uh, have uh, teamed up with us for country song or it ain't uh, every time we do that uh, until further notice we'll have a cord buddy to give away as well but you can get your own. Uh, glad to have old Travis Perry in the gang 
uh, the old Cord Buddy team back. You know, they make the Cord Buddies uh, right out of uh, the home of News Talk 103.9, Dothan, Alabama. Do you know that? Do you know I swear the Cord Buddies are made? I oh, know. That's amazing. So what is a Cord Buddy? Uh, some of you may not know. Uh, really, it is, it, it's to help you learn to play guitar without the frustration, because a lot of times people stop the pursuit of the guitar. I had it happen with my kids before Cord Buddy was invented and before I knew about it, and then when it came back, we started playing with it at the house. The problem is, uh, you know, playing the guitar, it takes a while before you can make music, so a lot of times people lose interest in it because it's frustrating. They don't know how to make the chords. and you don't get to play anything. Yeah, so with Chord Buddy, you're playing the very first day. Uh, you attach the Chord Buddy to the neck of the guitar, and then it holds the chords for you by you pressing different colored buttons, and then you start removing those buttons as you're learning to, to do the chords yourself. And then before you know it, you're playing uh, with that. It's like training wheels on a bicycle. Uh, and, and you're playing music day one, so you fall in love with the guitar and you keep working on it. Uh, and you can play the very first day. Uh, so if you can press a button, you can play guitar. Uh, so go to ChordBuddy.com right now. That's ChordBuddy.com. Uh, you, uh, you know, if, if you love music, maybe you know someone who does for less than $50, they can learn from the system that was voted the number one system to learn to play guitar. It's a cool invention. Remember he, he was on shark tank and all that. So get yours now by going to cordbuddy.com. That's cordbuddy.com. We also have a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. So Bubba, we were, we've got a couple of stories out of uh, major league baseball today. One of them. Wow. Uh, Tempers are beginning to yeah. spill over Rick as the uh, Major League Baseball is clamping down on pitchers using sticky things on the baseball right. to have a better grip. Mm-hmm. Heard one of them talking this morning and said, uh, you know, he'd gone to rosin and he's licking his fingers and all trying to get a better grip and said he doesn't have near the grip that he that he used to and he almost hit a guy in the face with a ball that got away from him. So uh, you see they're going to frame this as a oh, yeah. safety issue. Oh, sure. Um, now, in one of and there's been several pretty entertaining confrontations on this. One was last night. Uh, the Nationals are leading three to one in the bottom of the fourth uh, over the Phillies when the uh, Joe Girardi, the manager of the Phillies, asked the umpires to spot check the Nationals pitcher, and uh, it got kind of entertaining. Oh, look! Look Let, at this. Threw his hat and glove down, undoes his belt, puts his hands out. <laughs> And and they had already had uh, some words between him and Girardi uh, uh, earlier in the game, I think. Look, and, look, uh, look, look, look. He's just. I'm, I'm taking. But I think he was ready to take his drawers down. Well, and yeah. to that point, Rick, Oakland A's Sergio Romo. I want you to watch his video. I just sent to Adler. Adler, unfairly, you may not be able to pull it up just this second, but um, he's working on that. Well, Scherzer, this he was goes the third to, time in four innings he'd been checked. He, watch this one, Rick. <laughs> this is funny. Okay, so look, look, watch, watch. Look, look, Completely look, pulls his belt out. Watch, watch. Look, he look, starts look. taking his pants look, off. Look, I mean, look. No. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy, they are, they are tired of it, aren't they? they he's the, 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 the pitchers are getting really, really frustrated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Umpire couldn't help but laugh. Yeah, well, yeah, you got to. And then they'll start throwing people out. Sure. Point. Oh, man. I mean, that's uh, – uh, the, the pitchers are a little tired of this clampdown, aren't they? Yeah. Huh? Well, and some of them, to Bubba's points, even talking about arm injuries and they're having yeah, to grip right. the ball harder. And this is the year that gave us spider tack. Anybody knew what spider tack was no. before 2021? No. Never even I heard of it. Does, does this go back? And I know this will be the theme that we'll get at some point because I hear the pitchers say, now we're not going to be able to control it as good. Is this going to go back to 
what people have always said that Major League Baseball wants more home runs. People love home runs. They they like to see people hit them. They don't. They, people don't appreciate enough the one to nothing game with a great pitcher, and and they and people want to see the ball going yard and these unbelievable four hundred and fifty feet home runs. Rick, and, in the nineties, we had uh, commercials. Major League Baseball ran commercials. Chicks dig the long ball. Oh yeah, yeah. don't forget that. I know. Yeah. So so that's uh, that's something. You know what I forgot, Bubba? Coming out of the break, I was going to. You know. You know the great Kelly Morris, don't you? Yeah. Over from oh, over yeah. on the crest. Yeah. You know, the Pride Ohatchee, Alabama. Yeah, oh, yeah. Matter of fact, some people say he was conceived on the creek bank. <laughs> but uh, the uh, but uh, Kelly and <laughs> Kelly and Wendy Morris are celebrating 31 years of marriage. Wow. How about that? You know, How about he, that? he recently left the crest to return back to, you know, where he came from. Yeah. And uh, they're living out on the lake up there and all that now. So, so for Kelly and <laughs> Wendy Morris, 31 years today. What? Happy anniversary, baby. I got you on my mind. So, uh, are, are you seeing line three? Uh, so, happy anniversary, guys. And we miss y'all on the crest. Um, I'm going to I'm see what happens. Wow, uh, sure. Ronnie, welcome to Rick and Bubba. I saw the light of him. Baptized by the spin of the wheel and the fire of its light. I'm born to win again. It's the wheel of me. That's, that's good. <laughs> this was a, now let me tell you what's funny about this. That was a person claiming he's Ronnie Dunn from Brooks and Dunn. Okay, okay, I love that. No, no, but you don't understand, Greg. There's more there's so much more to this. Should I go into this or no? Sure. Well, so we we have been told by a very reliable source, and then Bubba has confirmed it. That Ronnie Dunn from Brooks and Dunn has started listening to the oh. show. No, 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 straight up. He's he's become good friends with somebody that we know very well. And, uh, and well, I, Rick, that's what he said when I talked to him. And Bubba saw him <laughs> with this person that we know, really. And and so it's not the person that we know was saying, "Oh yeah, I've been talking to him about the show. We've become friends." It's kind of I'm trying to figure out how they became friends. But at one time he had a new album coming out. I was even talking to his manager saying, "Hey, we want to have him on." For some reason that never worked out because of this connection. Well, I thought well, that was kind of the end of it. And then Bubba actually sees him in person, and he confirms that, hey, he's into the show. So I'm going to step out and say that wasn't Now, him. that wasn't him, but with the <laughs> fact that the guy chose that name. That is it is funny because we haven't yeah. talked about it on the air. Yeah. You, I mean, he could have called him pretend to be any country singer. That's you know, are we sure it wasn't him? I don't, I don't Yes. Ronnie I mean, Dunn can actually sing. <laughs> well, God, that, uh, Greg, that guy wasn't bad. Yeah, come on. He wasn't horrible. And it was over a phone, too. That's yeah. true. That's what if true. it really I mean, was Ronnie Dunn? Phone. What if it was really Ronnie Dunn? Yeah, I doubt that he would call you don't think Ronnie sing a cute little Greg, song. Greg, we got – he loves the will of meat. Oh, well, maybe. Not as much as Big Daniel, but he loves it. <laughs> uh, hey, he's back here. Look at Big Daniel. He's shining like a little light back there. <laughs> he's fun that wheel. Uh-huh. Uh, Josh in, in Prattville, Alabama, I-92, WLWI. Go ahead, Josh. Uh, talking about the baseball stuff, the, the biggest thing that the complaint from the pitchers, I think, is that they've been that they brought this to Major League Baseball's attention. Trevor Bauer was tweeting about it all the way back in 2015 and 16, and then started doing it. And baseball told pitchers specifically and told teams specifically this year was kind of a freebie. We're going to collect baseballs to study them, to take a look at them, and then, but we're not going to do anything about it this year. And if we make a change, it'll be in the offseason. So to make the change in the middle of the year, that's that's kind of what what pitchers I think are are complaining about. Hmm. Okay, so you're yeah. saying there's been talk about this, and they were told we're going to really see how much um, advantage it really is and study it all season, then make the change in the off season, and now they've done it in the middle of the season. 
Okay. That's right. That's right. right. And that was uh, Tyler Glass now for the Rays. Yeah. He got hurt and he was yeah. talking about having the injury thing. That was his main thing, his main concern. Um, and he talked about after one start without the sticky stuff yeah. that, we played that he could, he could yeah. feel. Yeah, we played that. Yeah, yeah we played that audio. Stuff. So that's what he was talking about. I thought yeah. he gave the best rundown that I've heard a pitcher give on the matter. Well, this makes he sense. A really good job. He's saying you, you haven't given us time to adjust, yeah. and so now we're having to adjust in the middle of the season and we're getting hurt. And now you got the guy above us talking about saying we're going to lose control of the ball. And technology has also played into this because used to they couldn't track revolutions of the ball and and all that. And, you know, the technology is just amazing now. And when they did this this crackdown, Rick, the spin rate on the ball has dropped dramatically. (laughs) So (laughs) they can't get the action on the ball they were getting either. Right, yeah. So it's it's an ongoing thing. Yeah. So we'll see. And and then we have another. And the pitchers will bring up something that the batters are doing in the not-too-distant future to try to even this out. Have you seen, speech, speaking of Major League Baseball, the story that we have a, a Major League player that's suing his pastor? You seen saw this that. Yeah, that went saw that. that we'll do that story. World Series that. MVP, by the yeah, way. Yeah. <laughs> suing his pastor. We'll tell you why when we come back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ten minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. All right, so as we make our way back, uh, you heard... Standing on a bandstand, grandstanding, bending and banging them strings. We talked about um, going to the break. Now, how do you say the guy's name, Ben Zobrist? Zobrist. Zobrist? Yep. Ben Zobris, and he did give the Cubs. He was part of the team that gave the Cubs their their first uh, World Series in how many years? Uh, a ton. But anyway, so he he um, this is a well known pitcher in Major League Baseball, and like you said, is a World Series champion. So um, we have a lawsuit. I think he's a he's an infielder. Is he? Yeah, I think so. I'm sorry, the pitcher had had him up there. I thought he was pitching. By the way, he was standing up there. But anyway, he's a player. Uh, I guess he's throwing over to first. Um, uh, Zobrist and uh, now here he delivers a pitch. Um, it, under, the, under this pitcher. Uh, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. Um, I don't know what position he plays. Yeah, it, I know he got a couple big hits. Maybe it, he is a pitcher. Yeah, it, the pitcher. Uh, it looks like, but I mean, he could be throwing the first. But then underneath, like Bubba says, I it says Ben a, Ben uh, Zobrist of the Chicago Cubs delivers a pitch against the St. Louis Cardinals. You think he had to be called in to pitch, but he's really not a pitcher? I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, it doesn't matter. He's uh, he's the, the 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 bigger story. He's a second baseman. Yeah. Why would they why would they say I, I don't know. pitch? I don't know. Uh you think it's just some idiot who wrote the underneath. Uh, maybe it's <laughs> maybe it's a play on words. He's delivering, you know, yeah. this as the pitch yeah. uh in a lawsuit of six million dollars. Yeah, so six million dollars and and who he is suing, his pastor. And and that's the key. Uh, he is suing his pastor for having an affair with uh, his wife. Wow. Uh, the pastor, Can you sue Greg, for that? Greg. Well, you know, there's, this is a new thing because contentious interference. Yeah, that what they're saying now is that these people have entered into a legal contract, and you have violated the contract by coming into someone's marriage. Now, this one's going to have a little more than that because he's also going to allege that he was taking his charity. And uh, he set himself up with the salary okay. Okay, and all this too, but he he is using the affair <laughs> as part of it because he said he said even the the pastor started wanting to work for my charity. I didn't realize he wanted to work for my charity so he could keep seeing my wife. And uh, so he, um, as I said, led the Cubs to their first championship in 108 years. Uh, the uh, the senior pastor uh, at uh, at the um, 
Community Bible Church in Nashville began meeting uh, his wife, uh, and says here, for intimacy, according to the civil complaint filed in May. And while um, he said, and, th- and this is the thing that made it um, really, really uh, devious, the pastor, Byron Yawn, uh, was giving counseling to the couple to help them with their marriage with all the stress of you know him on the road all the time and all this kind of stuff. So while he's supposed to be counseling them to help their marriage strengthen and not have issues, he begins to participate in a, a fa- an affair with the husband. I mean, the while he, uh, claiming to help the husband and the wife, he takes the husband, I mean, the wife for himself. So uh, it's it confusing. Gets, doesn't it? So young, I think she's a uh, Christian singer songwriter as well. Yeah, which I, makes this even yeah more, even more heinous. Yeah. So anyway, well, then, this is all accused yeah, at, this, at yeah, this point. Yeah. Right? And so then uh, Sobra says that um, the pastor Yawn became active in the Patriot Ford charity and used his role in that organization as the as their the as they're uh, accusing in their complaint against him that he was just using that to continue to see his wife uh, while he was out on the road. Uh, he also uh, gave himself a salary there at the charity. Uh, and um, so he said that once we fired him from that position, when all this, I guess, came to light, they are alleging that Mr. Yon somehow continued to uh, receive salary checks, what they say is fraud, until May of 2019, and he cashed these checks with the full knowledge that his position had been terminated. That's also in the complaint. Uh, and trying to, uh, he's being accused of something that I can't pronounce, uh, breach of fiduciary duty. See how hard that is? Uh, as his, <laughs> and I'm not saying it right, but I know yeah. the word. <laughs> so he's saying, look, you were my pastor and you were the head of our my charity and you Ooh. intentionally inflicted emotional distress on me by carrying on a, an affair with my wife. In other words, the term would be like, mm-hmm. uh, yep. you know, your lawyer or your accountant right. representing you and your interest. Right. And he's saying that he was in that role and he broke that. And so he wants he wants this guy to be taught a lesson, and he's suing him for $6 million. Goodness. Yeah. Uh, and they'll, they'll, all the different reasons. $3 are million in, uh, compensatory and uh, $3 million punitive. You know, he, he is saying what I, what, the thing that you agree with, you know, you nobody wants to live in a world – where you cannot trust your own pastor not to have an affair with your wife while he's giving you guys marriage counseling. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and then, of course, he gets in on, to, on the charity, and, and uh, they're alleging some issues there too. So it's an ugly, ugly thing. Yeah, it is. But once again, we're seeing this become a trend, and, and, I'm, I'm, uh, and I understand the situation where people are saying, you know, these friendly Henrys, they get around and start interfering with people's marriages. Mm-hmm. You know, we're all kind of tired of the marriages. Sometimes survive, sometimes they don't. But there's a mess left behind, and Friendly Henry just rolls on with his life because you certainly don't want to go out and commit a, a crime by physically harming them or killing them or something like that, even though you might be able to get off in some states. But they're saying, is there any recourse for the, uh, the spouse that's been left out here uh, at all? And um, and I think we're starting to see people saying, well, you know, marriage is also not only from a spiritual standpoint, when you have a person claiming to be a pastor, if all these allegations are true. And they're just allegations yeah. at this point. And, and, uh, and the allegations here, if they, if they stand and, uh, and they're confirmed, 
you know, you see the writer of Hebrews saying a marriage is to be held in place of honor by all, and may the marriage bed never be defiled, and that that uh, God will deal deal harshly with those who go after what He calls holy. And um, so, so I think this, you know, if if this pastor is doing what is alleged, he really has bigger problems than what this husband in Major League Pitcher is going to do to him. Rick, uh, it doesn't if, look good for him if he doesn't I, I, repent. Yeah. You know, he could be he could be forgiven if he you know repents. But but it's a it's a nasty situation, and it just it just causes so much damage in so many ways beyond the obvious. Tennessee Civil Code includes language allowing plaintiffs to show injury caused by conduct quote so outrageous that it is not tolerated by civilized society unquote. Mm. So uh, anyway, so we will we will see. Uh, but you see more and more of this. Yeah, uh, well, well, because people are saying, "What is the recourse for the person who was participating in the marriage? Is innocent in all this, and this person came into my marriage, lured away my husband or my wife. You know, it could be a woman, could be a man that did it, and then these people destroy uh, not only what Scripture calls holy, but what the the state calls legal, and that nothing ever happens to them. And so I think there's some people saying. If a person decides that they cannot reconcile the marriage and they want the person who caused all this, uh, who came into this marriage from the outside, uh, that these people should be held accountable in some way. Uh, and, of course, th- this one's a little different because it has the charity tie-in, but still part of this is the part of him disrupting the marriage yeah. while claiming to be a marriage counselor. That is part of the lawsuit. Well, and, and like you say, some states are looking at this as a legal binding agreement, and you're you're tampering with that, and that's that's where they get some legal yeah so hot be, water. Be interesting. It's sad because of the you know on the bigger picture. I mean, I, I hurt for uh, everybody involved. in There's this. three kids involved yeah. as well. So yeah, but but the thing that is so heinous about this, and and we live in a fallen world, and these are just all human beings, and human beings are depraved people. Uh, but for a pastor to be accused of this, and if it turns out that it is all true, the confusion that's going to cause within that congregation, the confusion, when pastors claim to be representing the, the, the church and, you know, the one and only living God, and they've been given the responsibility to shepherd a flock, when, when this kind of stuff happens, what it, uh, the damage that is caused is, is is a is mighty so uh so anyway we'll see what happens uh terrible story but the the legal lawsuit part of it is what's brought it into the news and the fact that it's a major league baseball player that's won a world series and is suing his own pastor for six million dollars that, that hey that'll that'll turn into a story for you real quick yep uh top of the hour uh if you leave us have a good day if you got more rick and bubba we'll be right back Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Established in 1994 and continuing to offer the perfect balance of inspiring hope, unwavering truth, and a touch of goofiness, the Rick and Bubba Show. Six minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza, and Teleport, we thank you for being with us today. The Real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Adler, all here. Rick and Bubba interns, Millie Vanilli Wafer, and Picking and Cheering. They're earning their degree in common sense as they take your phone calls, and we'll get to those at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Welcome back for a brand new hour. 
There's Bill Bubba Buster. Rick, glad to be here. Honored and privileged almost 28 years in the old number two seat. Tip of the hat to you, sir. All right, so uh, Brett Favre has weighed in, and we'll get to some of your phone calls here quickly. Brett Favre has weighed Mm -hmm. in on the New Zealand transgender female Olympian, uh, and uh, Favre says in a recent episode of his podcast, he said, it's a man competing as a woman, bottom line, this is unfair. It's not fair for a man, even if this person wants to be a woman or feels compelled. If you want to become the opposite sex, that's fine. That's your own choice. Got no problem with it, but you can't compete against um, the females. Males, now, males cannot compete against females, period. If I was a true female, I can't believe I'm saying that. And he said, uh, and I was competing in weightlifting and lost to this person, it, I would be beside myself. Rick, uh, you're talking about Laura Hubbard <clears throat> uh, mm-hmm. from New Zealand. Mm-hmm. I saw an interview this morning with the uh, another female weightlifter from New Zealand. And she said that she had all the records, was set to go to the Olympics, planning on going to the Olympics, and her coach called her and said, hey, we got a problem. All of your records were broke at a meet this past weekend. And she said she was shocked because she was like, no, wait a minute, I was way ahead. Nobody was even close to me. Who, mm-hmm. who did this? And said it was Laura Hubbard who she knew as a male. Unbelievable. And said now that she has moved into the heavyweight division, she she owns all the records in New Zealand, she is going to represent New Zealand on the Olympic team, that her coach urged her to lose weight and go down a weight classification so she could compete and get into the Olympics, and that's what she did. So the one who normally had this role on the team had to go down to – to the a lower a division, division yeah. because this world record holder, our record in New Zealand, I guess yeah. I should say, the New Zealand, the record. New Zealand record, the the, the national uh, champion was defeated instantly by the now former male yes, turned female. That is correct. I, I saw her interview on Fox and Friends and, this morning, and you know why that happened because it's a man now in right. the female division. She, she's got <laughs> right. bigger muscles than any female in New Zealand to lift weight. That's, a, that's, a, that's the bottom line. So she wipes yeah. out the national record holder just in one meet. And it's only just begun. Oh, we, we've seen it in high school track. Hello, in Connecticut. We've seen it in New Zealand, and uh, there's a lot more of it to come, ladies. Yeah, uh, it's. Um, it, it, I, I don't understand why we don't see this, and, <clears throat> and 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 understand what I'm saying. This is the thing that human beings seem to have always had the problem since the fall. I want to do whatever I want to do, and I I want to be denied nothing. Yep. And yep. see, what we could say is, well, if no you, rules. Yeah, if no you, rules. If you want to live as a, the opposite gender that you are biologically, you certainly have the right to do that. Uh, yeah, yeah, we can talk about that. Yeah, yeah don't don't harm others. We're not going to adapt the whole society to that because you've you've given us a few. There's a lot of. You know, like I've noticed now, most places are going to restrooms and just have male or female. You can say goodbye to the urinal. It's going away. <laughs> uh, I, went, I went into even uh, the men's restroom at a, at a place the other day that was relatively new, not a urinal inside. Oh, the great urinal. The, the urinal's going away. So, uh, but anyway. Um, Better take the but, sink out. But what I'm saying is, yeah, we do, <laughs> we, do, we do have restrooms now that people just don't want to play this game and they just say, look, whoever wants to go in there, go in there. Yeah. Um, but but they do them like single seaters where we don't have the inappropriate yeah. you know situation that, that we holder. thought that we thought was pretty glaring and obvious. But but apparently not. You know, having a wife that has competed in sports, having a daughter that has competed in sports, 
Uh, and I'm glad they had that opportunity. I'm glad to have coached female sports. But this is just not going to work long term. Mm-hmm. This is a flawed idea. And I, the people who are pushing this, I really don't know what their deal is. I, I don't. I can't really follow their logic in this because it's just going to destroy female athletics. Well, I'll tell you why. The I, true, the true re- female. Yeah, no, it will. But let me tell you why th- that nobody is, is thinking of that very, very straightforward, common sense, logical, scientific. By the way, mm-hmm. you know how it's not. Here they go again. No, it's anything to do with a biblical worldview. This is scientific. Yeah. Now, do we believe this is also <laughs> covered biblically? Yes, but but it's also scientific. We think it's scientific because the the lawgiver is revealing what he did. But anyway, however you see it, no matter you can't you can't come up with any way to look at this and it not be what it is. Okay. Now this is the problem with human beings. But I want you to understand, Bill Bubba Bussy, and so you'll know the the world society has said. We want people to be able to be whatever they want to be and do whatever they want to do, and that's more important to us than even fairness. I mean, because what it would mean is if I do anything to tell the person that says I identify as the opposite sex, I have to accept that fully or I'm a terrible person. What we should say is if that's how you want to live your private life, more power to you. But i got to tell you this. We can cover that later. When it comes to athletics, you're going to have to participate in the – the gender of, of your biology yeah. for, and for easy. And if you don't want to do that, then you don't have to play sports. You can go do whatever, but you're not going to leave your sport. And then it applies to your private life. You can go do whatever you want to do. But when you come out into athletic competition, <clears throat> if you're a biological male, you're going to compete against males. Yeah. Well, and, and, Rick, and then you can, you can even say this. You can say you're a woman competing against males. If you want to, that's fine, but we're not going to let you move over into the female, uh, sports and dominate it we're well, just not gonna do that well let's ask this question why do we have female sports to begin with right They're, that's why because it's unfair competition Correct. with males so now we're just letting the males move in there greg had pointed out uh, yesterday that this laura hubbard while she uh, has now transitioned to female and i don't know how far or what stage yeah but the olympics have their numbers on what you can have in your blood and what you cannot and she meets that qualification, okay? She does meet that. Flawed qualification. you got to do it for a year. But even at that <clears> level <throat> that they allow is five times higher than a normal biological female. So you wonder how they came up with that level. So it just seems to me in an age where every, they're just obsessed with doping and, uh, you know, unfair advantage and all this testing. Oh, every little thing. That they're they're letting the most blatant unfair <clears throat> advantage just go through like nothing to it. I mean, it's just crazy to me. There's no logic to it. doesn't make sense at all. No, this... this uh... And, and, and th- here's the thing, too, and I heard this, and I, you're talking about a head-scratcher on this. I heard one of the proponents for this, and, you know, they're talk, they want to talk fairness, fairness, fairness. And said they are going to use Title IX to force this through in places that are denying the trans athletes the ability to play as females. Title IX was put in place to protect females. Correct. But they're saying they're going to use it to force it through. And I'm like, boy, I tell you. But that goes back to what I said. The thing (laughs) you're not allowed to do is you're not allowed to say the emperor has no clothes on. You're not allowed. allowed, You you have to accept this, this, this. Choice, unfair. this choice, and if you do anything to not recognize it completely, then you're a horrible person. The yeah. only thing you can't do is object. That's the only rule yeah. in the 
now ruleless society. Well, here's what I don't understand about the point, Greg, you've made. Why didn't the Olympic Committee just take the uh, allowable testosterone level down to the, the highest they've ever seen in a biological female and make that the standard? Why would you let the standards because still be? Rick, they probably wouldn't qualify. Right. But wouldn't that, <laughs> when you go, well, I mean, nothing I do nice, about that. I mean, yeah. it seems like it would have given you an out. But eventually, this is going to be male sports and trans sports. The females are going to be left out, for yep. the most part. Not 100%, but for the majority. Well, if this is your daughter, biologically and everything, and she's the top of her field, and some transgender woman comes over and defeats it in the first meet, how does that feel? You're right. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick 20 minutes Bubba. now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866, Bubba, we be big as our number. Without him, as uh, we make our way back, thank you for being with us, and we'll get to more of your phone calls coming up here shortly. Um, all right, so, Bubba, I came in today, and you're like, well, there's more Biden news out of the, out of the wonderful world of the Biden family. What, what, what have we got now? Oh, how about uh, how about Joe's son? He's dead. How about old Hunter Biden? Huh? How about old Hunter Biden? Don't well, you don't you know that throughout, uh, sadly, throughout the life of the of the Bidens, that there's there, how many two a.m. calls have they gotten? Oh, how, how many? And look, any of you that have had trouble kids and stuff like that, you know what I mean. I've talked to so many families. They're like, you know, that two a.m. call. You're just sitting there thinking, when do we get another call? Uh, that uh, this, that, or the other, and and the Hunter Biden stuff just continues to, it just, uh, and it's not going to matter. I mean, I know everybody thinks you, can, oh, here's something else, you know. It's not going to matter as far as the president is concerned, but boy, it's a it's another doozy today. Well, it's just I think another case of a president that's got a handle in his immediate family. You yeah, know, we've run we this list down before. All yep, of them have yep, had one. Yep, you have it. Uh, and I think uh, Hunter is going to be Joe's uh, uh, Achilles' heel on this. Rick, uh, it appears that uh, that Hunter accidentally overpaid a Russian prostitute mm, mm. $25,000 after a night at a hotel near L.A. $25,000. Mm. Now, notice the word Russians in this story. Don't miss that. Yeah. Uh, uh, according, to, according to this story in the Daily Mail today, uh, he actually— he actually owed her $8,000, but accidentally overpaid her 25000 and it was in an account that is linked to Joe. So and oh, was, or eight. Yeah. And I, I was that a tip or he just well, accidentally it was quite a tip. Wasn't it ever? Um mm. tell you eight that's, uh, pretty strong. It is. I started to say, uh and Hunter, I've been Hunter's, quite an experience. Hunter is not shopping for discounts. That's no, he's for sure. not. Oh, oh yeah. look right here. Look right here. Oh, oh now man. this is when the Secret Service actually came and knocked on the door <laughs> mm. <laughs> and intervened in this. According I, to this story. I'll say that again. Intervened. <laughs> Whoa, now. No. Well, they sent texts to it. Yeah, and, I, I, uh, I saw those texts that Adler just showed. Look, and, and, look, they're, they're trying to and say. And basically said, hey, uh, this we, is, we see some activity here that we need to ask you about. Yeah, and notice they're using the code word for the president that's linked to, to his account uh, and said, uh, hey, we're, we're getting called every. Uh, I think this may have been when he was a VP. Is when but, this actually yeah, happened. Yeah. Because he had the code name Celtic. Yeah. Right. 
Do you see with the one at the end that says, we are at the, at the door, open it? Yes. Oh, my uh, goodness. Yeah, right. Mm. Boy. No hunter. What a side, ain't he? Look, look at huh? this. Look at this right here. <laughs> I promise, be right down. Sorry. They're going, Sorry, they're going, you realize you've done something here and you've linked it to the account of the vice president. Are you kidding me? Mm. Well, just imagine what the Secret Service had to do, deal with with this character. Can you oh. imagine? <laughs> in a Russia. The things break. we have Keep about. in mind Russia. Yeah, I just want to bring up the word Russia again. I know that. Uh, you think that could be a I know, spy uh, situation? Well, let, let me ask you something, Mr. Bussey. If you were an enemy of this country and you did, you wanted to compromise our country and you wanted to exploit our country and you wanted to put yourself in a, a position of strength over our country and you said we we need some information and somebody said now i'm going to bring up a, something that it may seem as obvious as a nose <laughs> in our faces why don't we send one of our ladies to go see that vice president's son hunter i understand he's up for anything yeah and uh and you know something been, that the enemies of this country have been doing for as long as you talking well, about taking advantage of weaknesses, Rick? Yeah, yeah. Send the women in, <laughs> and uh, like and Hunter. Rick, I mean, it, it, Hunter. I mean, it's like shooting fish in a barrel. It I is. Mean, it's, yeah, it's 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 been universal. I mean, right. you, if you look back at history, we tried to get to uh, to Hitler through mm-hmm. his girlfriend and uh, uh, Castro in Cuba. So this will be another embarrassing story, but nothing's going to come of it i mean it, it's the no yeah, just it, throw it, it over in the pile of the rest of right, it. right it's it, it's not gonna there's a- another apparently when he tried to uh to to run a charge on the uh the first time his car didn't work and wells fargo sent him a fraud alert <laughs> according to this story <laughs> no this is me no it's actually me you know how they'll call you and say hey did you buy gasoline are you in the ukraine yeah, well. <laughs> are you about uh, with a russian uh, uh woman right now by the way trying to do a transaction uh yeah that's me uh, so. I know you're up in the hotel room. I can't figure out why you're trying to charge eight thousand dollars. <laughs> right? Wow. <laughs> Talking about room service. <laughs> and, and did y'all say it turned out to be twenty five thousand? Yeah. yeah. He he overpaid a little. Well, he he tried to charge it on one card. It didn't go through. Then he kept trying on another. And then, like the first charge, he started to go through. Then they yeah, were, they they were, they were there was a hold on them. I see. And they went through. So before it was all said and done, it looks like about twenty five thousand in charges. Mm. Okay. I mean that's a that a kid. Mm-hmm. Did they ever did they ever ask for the person uh, providing the product to give a refund? <laughs> say, or do you just kind of say, well, that's uh, a, "Hey, we made a mistake there, on the swiping." There's Con- actually consider that a tip. Yeah, there's actually a text a text chain on this, um, and uh, he does reach out uh, to this person. Oh, he does. Her name is Yana Y A N N A. Hello. Uh, who would soon text him back um, and said, I need to get with you. Basically, we can clear this up. Better if you call me personal. Uh, And said, uh, no worries, you can have the rest back. And said she doesn't want to deal with the bad karma from keeping it. Karma. And I'm I'm paraphrasing that. I bet you are. Yeah, this is... I mean, I'm in a minefield here. I understood. I, I'm, well, you know I'm what? Be careful where you step, yeah. and so far, no. so good, my friend. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, bottom line is, she says I will refund the overcharge. Bottom line? And see, the Secret yeah. Service caught she wind. She wants the karma, Rick. She caught the, the Secret Service guys caught wind of this, and that's when they tried to get in touch with Hunter via text and were not having any luck, and they went to his door. Mm-hmm. And one of the, the Secret Service people had to – 
remind Hunter that uh, the card, one of the cards that he was using was actually shared and tied to uh, Celtic's account, which would be Joe. You talking about the vice president of the United States of America? Yeah. 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 Just wondering <laughs> at the time. Current president? Mm. How about old Hunter? Can you imagine if, if, if you sat down with somebody who had the responsibility of Hunter Biden as a Secret Service do you realize how long do you need for that lunch? If he says you want me to just tell you everything I went through, <laughs> I mean, do you just go ahead and mark off the rest yeah, of the day? Rick, you better mark off two or three days. So, I mean, do, do, you, do you call up to the front desk and say cancel my appointments? <laughs> who do you think is a bigger handle for Joe? Is it Hunter or his brother? You know, his brother's been in a bunch yeah, of or himself, but it, <laughs> yeah, well, or, or me. It seems like the brother has a little more savviness and a little less drug and alcohol problems. Yeah, he's, now he's, he's dirty. got a sleazy business. Yeah, now he's dirty. Lobbyist. Yeah. Selling access. Yeah, yeah. Now, now he's dirty. Now Hunter's selling and buying everything. But yeah, Hunter yeah. is that person that, that, that can't keep it down home cut. No, no. Trouble. Yeah. yeah. yeah there's, you don't like him. Yeah, no, Hunter can't. He can't come on, we got all walk through this. He's got some, Look, some problems. Joe Biden has used his, what, 47 years of influential uh, positions in our government, and he's taking care of his family. His brothers have done well. Oh yeah, it's, it's millionaires. Son, yeah, it's, his son has done well, uh, but the son just has just been a train wreck. And Rick, remember the son who just put some paintings out, which looks like something a pre-K class did, and they were bought for a half a million dollars. Now you talking about bundling money to somebody? Yeah. We'll come back. Your phone calls are next. 866-WE-BE-BIG. I, I go with Greg's comment. Just take that Hunter Biden story, throw it over on the heap. Yeah. It's <laughs> getting kind of tall. There's a dumpster over there. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. 35 minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thanks for being with us. Much to do as we go forward. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number, and we are ready to talk to you. Lines are available. Uh, HelixSleep.com slash Bubba Gregory. How'd you sleep last night there, baby brother? Oh, I slept good. You know why, Rick? That Helix mattress. I love that thing. Custom made, by the way. Answer a few questions, and they fix it the way you want it. Yep. And it's a great, great mattress. I love it. What did you put under the category of uh, the firmness of the mattress? I went with medium. Okay. Medium. And you sleep on your stomach and your side? Yes. What, Lisa? Mmm... Side probably, yeah, son. So, uh, you ever give her a little snuggle up? Huh? You ever snuggle nah, up? That bed's so big now. She tells me stay on that. <laughs> side. We went up to the king size. <laughs> well, if you want to get yours right now, hey, they even have a Helix Plus mattress. If you need something even bigger to sleep well, as you just heard Greg talking about, it. they were named the number one best overall mattress pick by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's about two minutes online quiz to match your body type and sleep preferences. What we just Greg and I just talked about, and then they ship it directly to you. It's got a ten year warranty and a one hundred day free trial. So you have nothing to lose. And we're saving you $200 on your helixsleep.com slash Bubba mattress by using that URL. Helixsleep.com slash Bubba. Also a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. Uh, let's start uh, with Catherine out of Moulton. Catherine, you got 30 seconds on Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Uh, yes. Good morning, fellas. Hey, Catherine. As a, as a female who has been a part of sports for the past 43 years as a player and a coach, I really appreciate you addressing this issue that we're facing. Oh, it's an issue. 
It's a bad issue because I see both sides of this, and I do believe that everybody should have a chance to compete because, I mean, that's what I've been a part of for years. But I think we need to put more focus on finding a place for everybody to compete fairly. A natural, it only boils down to, like you said, a natural male and a natural female science is basic science. A male is going to be quicker and faster than a female. There's no, no, no matter what you do. Stronger. No matter how you try to change it, yeah. anything. Stronger, quicker. And nobody's paying the female's attention. And we have to fight like crazy to get equal equality in the sports as it is. Yeah, well, Bubba stated the obvious. If it didn't matter, we would have never separated the genders ever to begin with. It. We would have never ever. had it separate. Yeah. And we, we did. We would have never done it. Yeah. And we did it for a reason. Well, I th- I'm with you. I think we're going to have to get to the point where there's biological female, biological male, and then a division called transgender. I, 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 just, I just don't think there's any other way to make it fair. Uh, let's go to Birmingham. John standing by. John, listen to ZZK. Go ahead. Hey, guys. I'm uh, getting your opinion on the uh, wrestling about replacement, Clay Travis and uh, Buck Sexton. And I think that would be a great interview for Rick and Bubba or Rick and Bubba University. Have, yeah, you, have you have you listened to them yet? Have they been on yet? Uh, yes, I've heard them one day. Uh, do you like it? How did he, I haven't heard them? I'm just asking your opinion. What do you think? Oh, it was excellent. Like, I no complaints here. Is Clay going to continue to do his other stuff, or is he just going to solely do this? I imagine this will be. I think he kind of so, backtracked and yeah. kind of left the uh, his sports talk. Okay. All right. So, our, our Rick, two- I, I don't know. I did <laughs> listen to them. Um, Gosh, what day was it? Uh, one day this week. And I, I think both of them do great jobs individually. Oh, sure. Uh, together, a little different. I mean, it's just how do you how do you Probably going to take some time to how get some chemistry there. Rush, so, you know? John, let me ask you this, and Bubba, maybe you can answer it. The you, comedy it, of Rush, it, the it, pauses of Rush. Uh, well, Rush is one and only. They're irreplaceable. No, you can't do that. Yeah, what they're yeah. trying to do is Just can we find another show. show that also right. will be popular? Exactly. But let me ask you on that note: what does, what does it? Are they acting like? Hey, they don't call it EIB. No, all that no, right. They it's call just, it Clay Travis and Buck uh, Sexton. Buck show. Sexton show. Okay. And and so everybody who had Rush in this time slot now has this show. I don't no, know if it's every. I don't think it's all, everybody, but just. I mean, a, I had the right to say I don't want it, right? Yeah, but I'm talking about they offer it. They, they offer it, it up. They offer it the same. And thing. a lot of them bit on it. Okay. Premier yeah. is offering them. I think uh, one of the others is offering uh, 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 the guy from Fox. What's his name? Uh, Dan Bongino. Bongino. Um, so, so two different syndicators are still trying to fill that slot, right? The thing. The yeah. thing I worry about with with both of those guys is the humor. I don't. I don't know if together they they're going to have the humor that I think really made that go. Yeah, and listening, I'm now listening to the podcast. It's early though. I'm listening to the podcast that Premier has put out with James Golden, Bo Snurdly. He's now using his, <laughs> his regular name, and that and that podcast is tells you really really lets you see when they interviewed David Limbaugh, his brother, Rush's brother. He said that Rush really was like a lot of us are to a degree, the perfect combination of his daddy and his mama. <laughs> and he said, mama brought the humor and the comedy. She was a total cut up. And then daddy brought the, the knowledge, facts. the yeah. knowledge of the political system and conservatism and all that, that came from dad. And, uh, and the comedy came from mom and huh. he, and he mixed both of them really brilliantly. 
And uh, but you have to understand, this is a. There, there's only one person that's going to do it the way Rush Limbaugh did it, as we've even said on this show. And to the good, the bad, the ugly, you can't out Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba, because you know, and you can't out Rush Limbaugh, Rush Limbaugh, because because he he is he is uniquely himself. And and what you try to do is say, can we come into this time slot and do a pretty good job too, and and keep a big enough audience and yeah. be successful? But to say every if you're trying to compare everything to Rush Limbaugh, then I would I would just take a I'd put the brakes on that because that's that's not gonna. And Rick, you, I don't want to be critical because they just started. Yeah, but you know what I'm talking about when I say this. You're you're taking two guys who were number one guys. Yeah, and trying to put them together as as two. Yeah, and it's just hard to have two number ones. You kind of have to have a one and a two. You yeah. know what I'm talking about. No, right? I do because you know you when I've, I've I've talked to people in radio that that really go out and this is what happened here. And find two personalities, put them in a hotel room. Let's say, let's see how you guys interact. Right. And you can't make the chemistry happen. Mm-mm. And this show kind of built from <clears> me <throat> doing the show by myself. Bubba was added. Bubba grew. Bubba, Bubba, Bubba established. People Bubba. were added. We almost took it and added to it as it went. If Bubba had been doing the Bubba show and I'd been doing the Rick show, you may not have matched. Yeah. yeah. Well, and all of a sudden, everybody right. said, "Hey, you two need to do a show together." I, Bubba, be like, "Well, I've been kind of accustomed to this being." My show, and I'm over here saying, yeah, I've been kind of cussing to it being my show, and now we're, we're – when do I talk? When do you talk? You know what I mean? It's because we've, like, been, we've uh, been accustomed to being the monologue guy. It, it, it's kind of yeah. like when you, you have a sports broadcast. Yeah. You have a play-by-play guy and a color guy. They're both you, – you love them both. Uh, they're both intriguing, but they have different roles. Yeah. And they sound different, and they bring different talents to the table, but if you put the right two together, you can have a really cool product. And I just like I said, I had a very small window to listen. So, but I, I like both of those guys individually. I just don't know together. We'll see. <laughs> well, here's what's going to really blow everybody's mind. But I get you know sometimes things just don't ever get on your plate. Yeah. It's not that you're against it or for it. Yeah. I've never heard Clay Travis. I've, I have. Now I've heard Buck yeah. Sexton uh, uh, more than you. I mean, so I'm right the opposite. I've never heard Buck, but yeah, I've heard Clay. Yeah. So I've I, and I, and we were going to have Clay Travis back to the caller's suggestion. Yeah. We had him scheduled to be on the show from Greystone. Uh, and that fell through. It uh, he ended up not coming at all. You didn't come to the tournament, event. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, we want to talk to him. We'd love yeah. to interview both of them. That'd be great yeah. if there's a way to do it. Uh, we continue with your phones. Uh, let's go to um, Wes in Springville. Wes, thirty seconds. Go ahead. And all timeouts have been you. So uh, we're on. The, we're on the rough cut now. It's actually Spanish for, but um, I, I wanted to ask you a question on the Hunter Biden thing. Can you just pay for a prostitute with a credit card? I mean, does she have Square? Or- <laughs> that <laughs> is a good question. Yeah, and and all yeah, yeah. Does she have the register that you know she types in your order and spins it around for you to sign it or something? Yeah, about, you yeah. Know, I, yeah. Goodness. I understand they say. That. <laughs> I, I, I tell question. you what. I tell you what. What option is not on there? And uh, that option is no tip. You know. Uh, so it's a. Uh, it, <laughs> it's, it's always customized. or cash back. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's like a lot of things. You know, you uh, credit or debit. You, you know, there's a lot of things out there. It's different. It different levels of quality of product. Some people are cash, cash only. <laughs> right. You know, right. and and you right. get into the credit card world, so that's only for the elite. Yeah. yeah. yeah uh, let's go to uh, Mike in Iowa. Mike, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How's it going, buddy? Okay. Can you hear me? Okay. Loud yes, and clear, Mike. Well, sound good. You're coming in, yeah, buddy. Hey, first time to Alabama. I got invited to Talladega to yeah. the race. Oh boy. Uh, my friend's uncle was racing in it, and we're down around the garage walking around, and we walk up on this guy. My friend shakes his hand and everything, 
And I shake his hand, and I go, so who are you? This guy, he reaches up and pulls the shades down. He goes, I've never been asked that a day in my life. My name is Richard Petty. <laughs> who are you? <laughs> Got a big cowboy hat with a feather on the front of it. I've never been asked that a day in my life. <laughs> and a BC powder in his front pocket. Mike, I've heard, you know how sometimes if <laughs> you eat ice cream too fa- fast, yeah. you'll get a headache? Yeah. For you to have never been to Alabama and go to Talladega? Yeah. And that, run into... Yeah, and run into Richard Petty, the oh, king. That's, that's too amazing. much to handle. That, that's a lot coming in uh, at a rapid pace. You're going to get an Alabama headache. We'll come back. We still have plenty of phone calls that we didn't get to. Uh, so we will get to those. That's the phone troll. We're done with that. So we'll come back. We'll just take calls for those of you that are left. Rick, uh, the Globetrotters are in the news. Did you see that story? Yep. Isn't that odd? We'll, we'll do that for you coming up next hour. More phone calls coming up at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. <laughs> Ten minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. Wednesday Bible study back today on our YouTube channel at noon Central Time, 1 o'clock Eastern. Archive soon after. For those of you that have been normal participants in that, heads up reminder that's again today. If not, you're welcome to join us. The men have come back in the studio as well to enjoy it. I do want to remind you, 866-WE-BE-BIG, we do have lines available, and there's a number of calls still standing by. Do you want to mention this or save this for next hour? Uh, it's a, you, you know, you, let's go ahead uh, here. Okay. This is going to take its own thing yeah, you, here. Yeah, I, you, I looked at it twice thinking it says something different, but I think it says what it says. Yeah, I think it does say. Uh, let's go to uh, Kevin out of Auburn, Alabama. Kevin, go ahead. Kevin. Hey, how you doing? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. We, we hear you fine. Hey, I want to touch base with regards to the uh, baseball player that's suing the wife of the pastor for interfering with their marriage. There's uh, an argument no. for the wife of the pastor to sue the wife of the baseball player for interfering with her marriage. No, I think you that have wife, it backward. You yeah. have you have it backward. The baseball player's wife, he and his wife were being counseled by their pastor, and their pastor uh, has interfered with their marriage by having an affair with his wife. It's not the pastor's I agree, wife. But so yeah. as a pastor's Pastor's wife should be suing the yeah, wife saying. of the baseball player. Oh, I see. Okay. Oh, I get it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. So, I, she has grounds. The wife of the, the baseball player, she is old enough and a sound mind enough to understand the legal and the spiritual ramifications of what she entered into marriage. Correct. I would argue she was old enough to understand what's required to stay within those bounds. Yep. Yeah, I, I agree. Mean, I agree with you. Yeah. I, I understand that the, the, the pastor was privy to the weaknesses of the marriage. Correct. He was able to prey on that. Correct. Uh, by far and large, men are much weaker than women when it comes to sex. And you guys just touched on that when you talked about how Russia, another country, used that weakness to interfere with our country. Oh, that's been going on for uh, since the fall of mankind. <laughs> yeah, there's there's no doubt about it. And you make a good point, and I think that's what the husband is saying, is you knew the state of our marriage because we let you in trusting you as a pastor to help us from a spiritual standpoint. And you prayed on that. I mean, you make a great point. I mean, that is a, a that, I think that's why you see such anger, and rightfully so, uh, if all these allegations are true. Uh, let's go to David in Pelham. David, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. David. Hey, how you doing? I, I just wanted to bring up, I thought years ago when Hitler and them had the Olympics and Jim Thorpe was blowing away all the medals, 
that he try to get some guys to compete in women's competitions as uh, women to get some medals, and the Olympics caught him cheating, and they said they couldn't do that. Say that again? Are you saying when Jim Thorpe was the world's greatest athlete, the, the was people that 1936. Yeah, and, 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 I thought but Jesse, Jesse Owens, Owens was, was one of them, but I, I'm not. You, I'm you sorry, may be I'm right. Sorry, I mean, uh, I mean, um, you mean Jesse Owens? Don't is, you? Yeah, Jesse. I'm sorry, yeah. uh, but the main point is that Hitler was losing in all the male competitions. That he tried to get some men to compete in females to go home with some kind of medals, and the Olympics caught him. And I thought, I thought okay. they made it clear back then you can't do that. Now I, I may be confused, but I, I could have sworn that that happened. I don't know. Now I will tell you, your credibility falls a little bit with the Jen Thorpe drop, but 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 I mean, it may be. We'll look. Look, I know. But didn't he do the Olympics too? How about this? But the, I don't know if it was the same one. Guys, the Olympics have never allowed males to compete against women. This transgender thing has thrown them a curve, and they're trying to find a way to. Now, Rick, to we add, need to say not since East Germany. Well, that's true. Yeah, yeah. East Germany was way ahead on this transgender. <laughs> oh, thing. buddy. Uh, let's go to. Uh, uh, to uh, Kenneth out of the great state of Texas. Kenneth, go ahead. Hey, uh, great show. I wish y'all were on in Texas. Uh, but anyway, I got a question about this transgender. Uh, has anybody compared her uh, statistics to a man that's running, that's, that's trying to uh, go out for the Olympics? Well, we, we talked about a minute ago, the, the lady who had all the records in that category for weightlifting uh, this, uh, Laura, what's her name? Uh, Hubbard Hubbard, uh, has broke all of her, uh, records at, to the point her coach advised her to change weight classifications because you can't compete with her. And to your question about, uh, when he competed as a man, we did get information of that. And it looked like at the junior level, he actually did really well. Now, I don't know how he did once he got older or when he transgendered. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, to, to answer your question, he was a decent uh, weightlifter even in the male division. Uh, let's go to um, Leslie in Springville. Leslie, go ahead. Hey guys, I was just flipping over to Fox News during a commercial break, and I saw two different articles that just show the contrast in America right now. In Virginia, you have a school board meeting in Loudoun County where two people are arrested um, when parents are trying to speak out against their transgender and critical race theory policies that the school board's trying to put out. And then in Florida, you got Governor DeSantis requiring high school students to take civics and learn about the evils of communism. And it makes me thankful that I'm homeschooling this year and last year and that I'll be able to teach my own kids about true civics and America the way it's supposed to be. But it still makes me sad because I went to school in Virginia for college and graduate school. And to see that state that I do generally love turn into this. Yeah, it's it's it is getting to the point, and you're right. Uh, the law of diminishing return. There are Americans like yourself that really would prefer for their children not to have to be educated at home. I mean, they really don't want to do that. Uh, but there comes a point where the the school systems that are available to you, both public and sometimes even private, become so wacky that you're just like, ah, I got to step in. Well, the I, number I mean, of I, parents I, yeah. at that meeting that were uh, that were standing up and saying. Their kids are not coming back to this school. They don't want them taught critical race theory. They don't want uh, this transgender uh, thing pushed on them in sports and all this. And and it was uh, black and white parents. Yeah, all involved. Well, that that goes back to the skin. Remember this this attempt to create a soap opera or a sitcom 
that the the left is doing right now where we all belong in our little tribe and you're not allowed to be different, unique or an individual. Um, you know, that that's just not the real world. People have worldviews of all ethnicities, period. Uh, there's no ethnicity that you automatically get a worldview because of your ethnicity. And that's what is trying to be created right now, and it's awful. Todd in Missouri. Todd, go ahead. Dad. Hey, yeah, I'm calling about the transgender guy uh, in the Olympics. Mm-hmm. And I, I really believe that the only way this is going to really open eyes and change it is if this guy goes in and wins a gold medal. If he does that, I think that will cause enough uproar to show people, hey, this is all. This should not be happening. And, and hopefully that will open up some eyes to show that yeah. it's really an unfair comp- competition. Well, you would think that, but we already have, and Bubba's mentioned it many times, this Connecticut story where the state champion uh, cha- females in their in their track and field, uh, you know, event, they're sitting there going, "I was the fastest woman in Connecticut until the transgender men beat me." So, and it hadn't changed anything. The media is going to portray it the way they want to portray it as a celebration, it, and it's not going to change. That's exactly they're going to celebrate it. You're not going to be allowed to speak against yeah. it. Yeah, and, right. I, and 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 there'll be some people that'll come out and speak against it. They'll try to they'll be called mean and they'll try be to canceled. Silent. Yeah, yeah, but what you'll see is a spin on it. Going, well, look at here—the first transgender. What you're going to hear? The first transgendered woman to win a gold medal for New Zealand, if it were to happen, Uh, and um, and that's what it's going to be portrayed. It'll be portrayed as a celebration, and then there'll be people like you, sir, and us that have walking around logic. We will say, hey, this isn't fair. There'll be some female coaches that'll say this isn't fair, and all those people will be called mean and be told to go back to where you came from. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Warning. This program may be found offensive by pencil-pushing, bean-counting, research-loving program directors and radio consultant goobs. In the beginning... There was fun on the radio. Then the radio industry fell victim to corporate America and venture capitalist bankers who marched in with their research and up to their armpits in debt and turned the radio band into a wasteland of cookie cutters. Faceless, sound-alike stations who completely lost touch with the people they were meant to serve. Then there were two voices that cried out in the wilderness. Faint at first, but becoming louder with every passing ratings book. It's okay to have fun again. To give the people what they really want to hear. And not treat them like a sea of mindless followers who have no choice in their radio entertainment. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Seven minutes past the hour. From the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport, it's another hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being with us today uh, as we move on. Mama never understood what it's like for a losing man. When a number one son goes back playing cards with the devil's hands. But daddy got real sick so quick, for walls never understand. I was the one that got good with the gun, took the money from the rich man's hand. Give me some water. Shut a man on the Mexican border. Cool, cool water. The late Eddie Money. 
brings us back. The real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Adler, Interns, Millie Vanilli Wafer, and Picking and Cheering. And there's Bill Bubba Bus. Rick, glad to be here. Glad to be here. Thank you very much. Uh, sweet Georgia Brown, Harlem Globetrotters. Uh, we talked about this uh, story. Uh, we don't really fully understand it, but uh, I, I think I'm getting a handle okay. on it here a little bit, Rick. I, the more you know, we read it, the more we're kind of like, I think it says what it says. The Harlem Globetrotters, Rick, a team that says that they have won over 27,000 games, played in 123 <laughs> countries since their inception in 1926, say they want their their shot at history and where they belong in history with the NBA. The Harlem Globetrotters say it's high time for the NBA to make them part of the highest professional basketball league as a franchise. In an open letter to the NBA commissioner, the Harlem Globetrotters called on Silver to recognize the team's decades of contributions to the league. Uh, They say as the NBA grew, you were able to attract the best black basketball players, but we remember who helped the NBA get all of that started. It went on to say you can't just act like we don't exist anymore. It's time to right the wrongs and rewrite history. It's time for the NBA to honor the Globetrotters for what we have done for our sport, both here in the U.S. and around the globe. The team, uh, as I said, since they started in 1926, has won an amazing 27,000 games. (laughs) (laughs) I guess the Washington Generals. Notable players uh, that started with the Globetrotters, Wilt Chamberlain, Connie Hawkins, Nat Sweetwater Clifton, all got their start with the Globetrotters before entering into the NBA. Now, Rick, you know, when we grew up, we knew the Globetrotters from seeing them play and their cartoon on Saturday morning. Correct. Metal Ark Lemon, Curly Joe Nail, all that. They came um, to Pete Matthews Coliseum. Yeah, I saw, I saw them several times. So, Rick, in 1940, the Globetrotters won their first World Basketball Championship, defeating the Chicago Bruins. Yeah, this is all interesting. I didn't know all this. In 48 and 49, the Globetrotters twice defeated the world champion Minneapolis Lakers of the NBA, influencing the discussion over black players being allowed to join the game on a professional level. So, again, this was pre our exposure to the Globetrotters and the NBA, but apparently when the black players were not allowed to play in the NBA, they played on the Globetrotters team, and the Globetrotters team was defeating the NBA champion in exhibition games. Correct. So following the victory over the Lakers, Clifton became the first black player to sign an NBA contract when he joined the New York Knicks in 1950. Uh, they say with uh, players advocating for social justice and racial equality in recent years that uh, they think the Globetrotters, because of their innovation and their contributions to the league, namely NBA's integration, and brought it to where it is now, that they should be rewarded for that and given a franchise. Yeah, they're saying the reason why there's the, there's so many black players in the NBA is because of us. Yeah, so there wasn't any before us. Because we went out and started beating all the other teams – and so the NBA team started signing black players who played for the Globetrotters. Yep. How about Wilt Chamberlain starting as a Globetrotter? Mm. Now, I will tell you. See, now the, you're going to have to come up with a white Globetrotter. <laughs> it'll be the opposite because yeah. can't none of them get in the league. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, it's um, – When I was a kid and we loved the Globetrotters, mm. I used to think, man, I bet they could beat all the NBA teams. I thought that. Of course, I don't know about throwing graffiti up in the audience with that fake bucket trick. I love well, going to an NBA I game. I think – I think if you look at it, like I say, I'm I'm sadly missing 
my history of the early Globetrotter days and the NBA. Well, it's be hard for you since you weren't born to right. see yeah, right. We pick it up with Metalard <laughs> yeah. and, and Goose and Geese Osby and yeah, all that. And, uh, so Curly it, Neal. It looks like it, it was a real team. Marcus Haynes. Before it was a comedy team. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're saying that uh, they can, you know, the, the athletes that they have are, you know, a lot of them are NBA or almost NBA players that have played on it. They want their own, uh, want their own franchise. Yeah. There you go. But but it'd be a little different now. I understand that the Globetrotters were going to the all-white teams and beating them, but they go in the league now, they're just going to be playing themselves every yeah. game. I mean, they, they, the, competition, yeah. the competition level is there. In I mean, fact, you're, I promise you that none of the NBA guys left and went to play on the Globetrotters. No, you know I'm talking about if no. they could be in the league now, they would be. Correct. See, Adam Silver back in December mentioned before the start of this season that expanding the league was something that they were looking at. So – I think that's where the people who are behind the Globetrotters now, and I don't know who, yeah, who, who officially owns them, right? Uh, is is thinking of this now? Seattle has been reported as a top choice for the league to expand back into. The city oh. used to have the SuperSonics. Yeah, whatever happened to SuperSonics? They, they left in two thousand and eight for Oklahoma City and became what Thunder. is now the Oklahoma City Thunder. Yeah. The NBA last expanded back in 2004 when the Charlotte Bobcats, now the Hornets, were added. That's so funny right there. <laughs> uh, and, the, and the Hornets were there, gone, and then they came back, right, right to yeah. Charlotte. Because didn't they go to New Orleans? I don't know. Yeah. Can anybody in the room, yeah. outside of Greg, because yeah. he did this legitimately this morning, caught me off guard. There are four teams left in NBA playoffs. Can you name them? Yes, it is the 76ers and the Hawks in one division, and the Suns. Nah, you're wrong. It's not the it's – the, uh, the Hawks have already – they moved past the, the Sixers. There's the four Haw- teams left. Okay, wait a minute. It's the Hawks and the – gosh, in the East. Who Globe is Trotters. <laughs> Globe Trotters. In the West, I know it's the Suns and uh, the Clippers. Bingo. And in the East, wait a minute, I'm going to get it. It's the Hawks and the – gosh, who what, is What team does Magic Johnson play for? <laughs> it's the last hey, time I watched hey, NBA. I saw the Sixers the seventh game the other night. I can't, but I can't. I can't yeah. remember who. I have no. I have no idea. That's right, Milwaukee Bucks. What the There's Milwaukee Bucks? That, that's, that's why the I brought this freak. up. What think am about, I thinking? I hey, saw that. Yeah. Clippers, Suns, Hawks, and Bucks. I don't think any of them have been in it in forever. Been a while. Um, See, Milwaukee, I remember. I remember the Bucks good when we were little because Lou Alcindor went to them and he played there for a few years before he went to the Lakers. Kareem, Kareem yeah. Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah. But I remember seeing him play when he was Lou Alcindor. Ooh. I don't. And Bubba somehow played at UC- somehow UCLA. Bubba said I didn't realize the Globetrotters got by me in 1940. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't remember them? I, didn't, I really no, I just didn't know the history of it completely. Since you had not been, it's 24 years for you be born, right? Right. Uh, but the, I do uh, remember seeing Lou Alcindor play for UCLA one game. And Bubba, correct me if I'm wrong. Correct well, me if I'm wrong. A little tight. Okay. What knit? I don't know if it's Texas Western or Texas El Paso. Yes. Back in the 60s, mm-hmm. they did a movie. Movie. Glory, Glory Road. Kentucky. Good movie. Glory yeah. Road's a good he movie. He was the first guy to go, okay, we're got to have these athletes playing. Mm-hmm. And he, he started all five black mm-hmm. players and won it all and beat Kentucky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Rupp, was Rupp not the coach? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. Not casting a very good lot in that movie. No, he's not at all. Yeah. Didn't John Voight play him in that movie? Uh, Rick, you're all over the road. It was West Maybe. Texas, wasn't it, Hams? It's now yeah. El Paso. Texas Southern. Or something.
Not Greg. Tech Greg, you still have Texas. I don't. It was Texas something. Is Greg the basketball expert on this show now? He he was able to name all four NBA players. Greg, how did you know that? Yeah, I don't know. No, I didn't get one. I got three out of four. I I got three out of four. I had no idea. None. I knew. The uh, all the big stars though are like out. Sixteen <laughs> minutes past. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Two men who warned you that soccer would destroy the country. Rick and Bubba. 21 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Thank you for being with us today. I was sleeping with a loaded gun. I was scared of all the things I'd done. Yeah, I know I'm not the only one. It's all right. It's all right, so as we make our way back. And uh, what is that she's got out there? Is that, is that from the zoo? Y'all been to the zoo? Yeah, we got some people outside that are coming by watching the show today. And uh, it looks like that is a that's a cool stuffed animal. Is that a meerkat? That's a meerkat. Yeah, yeah look at that meerkat. Right there. <laughs> look at that right there. That's cool. he looks like he could get into something. Yeah, he yeah. does. There, there it is. So, say hey, baby. Yeah, hey. yeah. So, look at her hugging. A couple of things that we have to talk about, Bubba. And uh, look, I've got a little bit of a COVID update here, and I, you know, this is just where we're headed now. COVID, 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 COVID. Bubba, you knew this was coming. Federal court, a potential potential show, uh, showdown, huh? looming eight students who say we want to attend Indiana University in August, but the school is forcing us to take the COVID-19 vaccine, and we say that is unconstitutional, that you cannot force us to take the vaccine in order to get an education at your college. Well, uh, and the, they, uh, you know, I don't know how that's going to play. Yep. Uh, you know, the court, the federal courts have ruled that a uh, a hospital can require the people working there to have the vaccine. That's my next story coming and, up. And, uh, you know, they, they fired a bunch of them in Houston, yeah, and, of course, they're appealing yeah. that. 153 employees who refused vaccine have either quit or been fired mm. in Houston. And that's, you know, and that's a... I know that's a sounds like a lot of people. It's a small number of people, considering the number of people that work at that medical mm-hmm. uh, operation. I heard it was uh, you know several several thousand that actually work there. Um, but you know this is kind of a new area of law that we're not really uh, used to. I mean, we used to hear you had to have your vaccinations before you went to school, but there were exceptions to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, although few took that exception, but you see a lot more concern about it now. So. I don't know if the schools would fall under the same mandate that a private business would or not. Well, here's the deal. Here's what their lawyer is saying. It says that this this is in violation of the 14th Amendment and state law. And they, they say the attorney general there, who's a Republican, issued an opinion last month saying the school's initial vaccine policy clearly runs afoul of a new state law. And see, that's where we, we may not be informed because we don't live in Indiana. Right. It says Indiana law in numerous cases have held public universities to be arms of the state and therefore required to abide by the mandate set in this new law. And it says univer- it, it, uh, the, it noted while state law prohibits public universities from requiring proof of the COVID-19 vaccine, it does not prohibit them from requiring the vaccine itself, which is interesting. 
Uh, and uh, they're saying uh, the new policy, uh, Indiana says they're not going to change uh, their vaccine mandate. And uh, they say this has to happen for them to, them to return to a safe and normal operation in the fall. The students are saying, but yet you're forcing us to take a vaccine that may not be safe at all. Uh, so h- how about our per- how about our individual rights? So I don't know. It's uh, it's going to be um, interesting to see uh, what uh, what what's going to happen because you're going to see more of these. And as you said, the other one is the Houston Hospital. We have these 153 employees who uh, quit or have been fired, saying that they shouldn't have to. Be, they can't be made to get uh, the vaccine. And speaking of the courts, we've got more Supreme Court rulings coming down that uh, look like they'll be kind of interesting here. We'll get to those in a minute. But, one of the other. Well, uh, I was going to mention the Fauci yeah. thing there. Uh, Fauci warns the dangerous Delta variant. Mm. Watch out. That's that's known as the Indian India variant. Because yeah, you can't say right. that anymore. Right, you can't say that. No, it's it's the Delta, and then I understand there's a double Delta. Now, India, yeah, India del- has said they have a variant of the Indian variant, <clears throat> or the Delta variant, and <clears throat> they're referring to it. I kid you not, as Delta Plus. I call I kid it, you not. I call I it. I'm not. gonna call it double Delta. <laughs> double D, double D. Uh, so, well, that'll get some headlines, Greg. Yeah, well, hey, the variant. Yes, hey, the variant's problematic. <laughs> we got a variant. It's problematic. <laughs> so, um, I know the president wanted seventy percent of the of the uh, country to be vaccinated by July fourth. Not gonna happen. M- many say not gonna happen. Not gonna make it. But again, remember this: we, the, with Fauci and all the others, they're saying. The CDC, uh, Rochelle Walensky, the director of the CDC now, she's saying uh, that um, we know that the vaccine works against this variant. We know it. And Fauci's kind of echoing the same thing. And then there's always the people like us, the inconvenient, organic, free-range antibody <laughs> people. They're, it's almost like they're acting like we don't even exist. <laughs> because you, you think that you live in a world where there's vaccinated people and people who have been unvaccinated who have never had the the, the disease. Right. But the, it's like there's somebody said, well, what about the um, the natural antibodies people? Uh, aren't they okay too? Well, that's problematic. And I'm like, well, the, you don't really, won't you just say either you don't know or yes, they are. Don't know. You know, so so what, because this, because gar- we know, at least personally, I had a test, what, a week ago, mm-hmm. two weeks ago. Yeah. I, I've got the antibody six months after. Yeah, me too. So I'm strong. So here, here's what I'm, I'm asking the question, though. They want us, they want to unofficially say that if you have natural antibodies, it won't stop the variant, but our vaccine will. And I know that's what y'all are trying to sell, but I'm just not buying. And because uh, I just, I just don't think that's true. Now, as far as uh, people not taking it, it may be true, but I don't think we have enough but, evidence. But you don't to know. know it's true. We yet. don't know. Yeah, anybody know. says they know that's true. Right. Uh, I think I think that's hogwash. I don't think they know it's true. Uh, I th- I think that they've got a lot of vaccines and they feel better about everybody being vaccinated. And I, I understand that. If they think that's the answer to finally end this thing once and for all, I understand that. But you still have to be honest. And to me, antibodies are antibodies. And if the vaccine can fight off the variant, then your natural antibodies likely will as well. Now, I'm not a doctor or a scientist, but it doesn't seem to matter anymore because real science – it's kind of gone by the wayside. Uh, when yeah, po- you don't know what to believe. Yeah. So, um, and, and I understand that the battle is to get rid of this virus before it can mutate outside the range of yeah, our I, defense. I uh, which we, you know, maybe, maybe 
natural one one width and maybe you know vaccination another we just don't know but remember mm-hmm. bubba because of the ones we've had in the past if i really want to get everybody in line i kind of have to admit let me tell you why i'm i'm saying this i know we've had stuff like this in the past but this one has been a laboratory and it and we went ahead and played games with it yeah. uh and and we've moved it ahead so it really is more dangerous than the others because we manufactured it and uh, and see nobody wants to say that. Now that would get everybody's attention, yeah. Because they would say, "Don't look at the viruses of the past," uh, because we we had not been doing the research to move it ahead, and it got out. Gain of function, isn't yeah. that the name of it? See, if they came back and said, "Look, this thing started with gain of function research, so it's way ahead." That's why we have this urgency. But see, you have to admit that in order to get that out. There. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. You're listening to the Radio Revolution. Rick and Bubba. 35 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866 We Be Big. You know, sometimes I don't know why, but the old town just seems so hopeless. Uh, all right, so we got a brand new sponsor. And anybody want a box of awesome? I'll tell you, I'd like a box of awesome. Uh, well, uh, what's in your what's this box you just got down uh, that came to your porch today? It's a box of awesome. Uh, you can find out about this. Uh, add some fun and excitement into your life this summer. Uh, the Summer Bespoke Post is here to take your adventures to the next level with a new lineup of must-have box of awesome collections. Now, now Bespoke Post partners with small businesses around America and emerging brands. And they want to bring to you the most unique goods every month. Now, I want you to think about this. No matter what you enjoy, a box of awesome, awesome.com has you covered uh, from travel and outdoor gear to some summer styles that you'll enjoy, even grooming goods, and so much more. Their collections cover every part of your life. Now, here's what you need to do to get started. All you have to do is take a simple online quiz at boxofawesome.com. Then, based on your answers, uh, that's help, that helps them to uh, – you know, give you a box of awesome that is uniquely you. Uh, or if you want to give a gift to someone else, it'll be designed for the things they like, uniquely for them. They release new boxes every month across a ton of different categories. It's free and super easy to sign up, and you can even skip a month or cancel any time without any hassles. Each box costs about 45 bucks, and it'll, have, it'll be guaranteed to have at least $70 worth of gear inside uh, you're going to love this too. So right now, all Rick and Bubba show listeners get 20% off that first box. So no problem there. Uh, sign up at boxofawesome.com and just enter that code Bubba at checkout. Uh, check it out today, folks. You're going to love this. Uh, boxofawesome.com and the code is Bubba to get you 20% off. Bubba, we were supposed to have a baby boom because of the pandemic, weren't we? Well, Rick, despite spending more time at home due to the pandemic, the U.S. is in the midst of a baby bust, not a baby boom. Hmm. U.S. births have fallen for nearly a decade, and 2019 saw the fewest birth births. That's hard, hard to say. That is very hard to say. In 35 years, the final numbers for 2020 could slip even lower. An estimated 300,000 fewer babies are expected in 2021, according to a study by the Brookings Institute. Uh, it comes as the pandemic has created a turbulent labor market that has disproportionately hurt working women. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not sure. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it all has to do with that. Uh, school closings, daycare closings, mask limits on public <laughs> gathering, um, and according to them and the story, it says uh, surveys uh, reveal that many couples are delaying having children. Uh, well, you got, want fewer yeah. children because of the pandemic and the economic right. uh, strain strain that it has caused. Well, I also blame uh, streaming services. Uh, because people, instead of being bored and saying looking for something to do, they sit there and they can binge watch until yep. everybody falls asleep. Yep. yep. And uh, I think that hurt. And your yep. kids got stuck at home week too. It's not like they were somewhere else. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's there's yep. there's all you kind can of, only clean out the closet so many times. Yeah. There's 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 this is not this was not a a moment of opportunity that maybe it looked like. <laughs> I, on I think, paper, it looked good, uh, but in reality, it just didn't in, work out. In reality, out, there were a lot of obstacles Again? to overcome. Yeah. Lots yeah. of obstacles. Not to mention the stress of, uh-huh. a, of a worldwide pandemic. You know what you weren't able Pretty to stressful. say? You know what you weren't able to say? <laughs> hey, the kids are gone. Because they couldn't go. <laughs> couldn't get it. Couldn't send them anyway. No. Uh-uh. Honey, how many episodes this we going to watch? Let's watch two more. Hey, let's watch two more. <laughs> Everybody's <That's> asleep. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just stupid streaming. So... Uh, we got three more episodes. <laughs> right. What about when I don't, when it hits you and you realize, I, I can't make it. There's no way. I know. I know. Yeah, it, but I really <laughs> want to know what's about to happen. <laughs> I, I, no way I can make this. <laughs> See, I don't like that. because Cliffhanger. I, Dang it. Well, I try to tell Sherry all the time, no, let's stop right here while we're, while we're conscious and yeah, coherent. We end up watching half of it. You know what I mean? And then we'll come back and be something to look forward to to watch the next couple of nights. We'll, hey, we've got to pick up and watch. Mm-hmm. But she tries. She won't. I'm like, honey, we're going to. This we're not going to make it. Yeah. Which but, state do you think saw the largest drop in birth? Which state? California. Well, you're close. Hawaii, thirty percent less. Wow. California, second with ten percent. What about that? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, how about that? There's all kinds of factors on California's birth <laughs> yeah, rate being yeah, down. Yeah, San yeah, Francisco yeah. being a, a blazing yeah. example, right? Right. But that'll do it. That'll do it. They're even saying when you look at Google Trends, online researches for pregnancy-related terms were even down last year. Right. Mm-hmm. So everything is down. Right. Down, down. Everything, down well, let's down, face down. it. The, the pandemic did not lend itself to romance. It just didn't. <laughs> yeah, no. no, it did not. It's mm. not like a snowstorm. No, it was anything <laughs> like that. <laughs> Snuggle up a little bit cold outside. <laughs> it's nothing like that. I mean, it's it, it was a miserable experience. I, I don't know. And how about this? When you're Y'all can up. variant me all, all you want to. I ain't going back. Yeah. Uh, the variant may either. get me. I'd rather it get me than go back to that again. Yeah. Right, how about this? Not going back. Not going to do it again. <laughs> Refuse. I'm not going to do that again. Do you, do you think the amount of time that people were locked up too played into some of this because everybody was getting on everybody's nerves? Yes. You know. Yeah. Oh, I probably. told you. Look, yeah. I, I, it had I, the opposite effect what they yeah. were thinking. Oh right. yeah. You, you can get too much of anything, including yeah. each other. Yeah. I, I, I mean the the company. I got you. Man. You know, sitting there looking at that same person every day. <laughs> like Sherry said, I miss missing you. Yeah, yeah, yep. That was that's, a great line on that. That is, that's that's a, a great line. Hurt my feelings, but it was a great line. Up, you know, right? Look, ouch. Oh, yeah. wow. Hey, but I understand. I'm still saying. here. Well, well, you know what I realized? That's the husband and wife relationship. She's the only one allowed to say that. That's yeah, right. True. You right. say it. Move. Oh, buddy. Uh, let's go to Al in Tennessee. Al, Al, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you doing? Fired up. Don't can't stand it. Gotta Woo. go. Man, let me see. Hey, 
I think that uh, the fact that parents didn't want their kids to play soccer also went into the bust going on right now. No doubt about it. Soccer has been, you know, my dad, you know, God love him. He tried to warn us. He was like Paul Revere, the British are coming. We wouldn't listen. <laughs> And then you know, and he stood against it. You know, he, you know, when when he was a high school athletic director, he would not allow it. And you know, he was ostracized for that. You know, called backward and outdated. But he was trying to save this country. And 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 now that it's happened, he as he predicted, it has ruined the country. And uh, and now we can't even get now we can't even get a birth rate. Uh, let's go to Wes in Huntsville, one hundred point three, the River. Wes, go ahead. Hey, Rick. Uh, it, it's Brett, but that's okay. Okay, that's all right. I don't, uh, know, hey, I, don't know, I don't know why everybody calls you Wes, hey, but go ahead. Hey, I just call me anything, but don't call me late for dinner. Right. Um, if the, you know, the, the, the of natural antibodies, one of the things that seemed to work the best against the COVID virus was when they gave plasma of people that had the natural antibody. Correct. So if the natural antibody doesn't work, then why were we doing that? But I think Fauci needs to sell a lot of the vaccine, uh, or he's going to like more of an idiot when all of it expires. Yeah, you're right because we 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 talked to Todd Jones and I've talked with others, and they said when they got on the plasma, it, that was like somebody just said, "Hey, good news, you're 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 taking a turn for the better," and the plasma is people with natural antibodies. Well, the all of it makes your body produce antibodies, Correct. whether you yeah. use a vaccine to do it or right. you use having it. So how do you say one is inferior to the other one? Well, I, you know, I, I don't know. I'm not, I would almost go the opposite and say the natural is probably stronger than the manufactured. Well, you just don't know. Who I mean, knows? if I just was walking around thinking about things. Yeah, out loud. Huh? <laughs> Jeremy, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, buddy. Hey, um, I had to get on the Greg for a second. He, he missed a great opportunity. Um, this morning he talked about Nick Cannon. Uh, Nick Cannon has really tried to, to help the birth population yeah, this year. You yes. are correct. Who, who is <laughs> What's Nick Cannon done? Nick Cannon is <laughs> expecting his fourth child within a year. This will be four kids in, in one year. Nick Cannon. Now he did have a set of uh, twins that kind of helped, but still that's hard to pull off. And inside one year? Yeah, Nick's working on the birth rate. And now, who, who is he? You, married to oh that. well now nobody but it, his latest is uh he was model. married to mariah yeah they got yeah. like triplets or twins greg you got them triplets now i think so somebody you were saying twins earlier you better watch nick cannon well, they may be twins oh yeah but anyway but i mean that was the story he he's expecting another child for the end of the year and that'll be his fourth for this year so so, so, so this dropping birth rate involved? is not blamed on him. Is it all one mom? No. no I started no, no. to say. You no. can't do that. That's impossible. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> so how many mama? I guess three more. Three? Because one's twins. And then Mariah Carey. So that's to be four. No, is she having a baby too? No. No, you're talking about just okay. this year. He's got like seven or eight. I'm talking yeah. about in this year. About in, this in this year. year I, it's either Greg, two. your numbers are very confusing. I think it's yeah. three. Isn't it? It's three. It yeah, it's got to be. Think three. about it, guys. You got to. Yeah. I mean, one woman can't have right when two you in that when time. you said four. Buddy, you're the Nick when you said four expert. in one year, and one of them were twins. Twins. And so that'd be three women. Yeah, because one of them got two. Yes, and then the other two are one singles. and one. That's right. So he has he's impregnated three women inside one year. Yes. Mm. Right. Oh, don't know. If, I don't think that's some kind of record, but. He uh he said his statement they were you were supposed to multiply and I said well you're you're well, living up you're living up to that kind of inside the I, I confines think it's when of he started wearing that turban yeah, yeah he uh, <laughs> <laughs> ever seen him when he thinks he's cool with a yeah, turban yeah, it looks like an old woman's shower cap <laughs> <laughs> it's not even a cool turban <laughs> it's not you're right all right we'll be back.
866-WE-BE-BIG-AS-A-NUMBER. Bubba, we have cows. Have you seen this in Los Angeles? Man, they tried. We'll be back. More Rick and Bubba coming up. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I well, can't stop enough. We got, we got cows and we got goblins. Day without him. I don't know. Bubba's trying to get a hand signal to me for the Supreme Court. You know, because he's our official Supreme Court ruling guy. First of all, let's hit a couple. Of, let's hit a couple of uh, a couple of these. Uh, Ow! Bizarre. A little look at the wacky. They tried. Bubba, they tried. A herd of cows in Los Angeles <laughs> led sheriff deputies on a chase through the city of southeastern Los Angeles County after escaping from a slaughterhouse. I mean, how about look? They tried. They made I a mean, run you for gotta 34, give, you, 34 cows? Yeah, you got to oh, give them props for trying. Uh, 34 cows. Uh, really, it was a look, look right here. Go, please look. Please get a look wow, at that. Wow, they are making a break for Well, look, it was a slaughterhouse, Greg. Somebody got the word to them. <laughs> somebody, somebody said, it look, looks we like got they're it. making a slit small liquor commercial. <laughs> I'm sorry they're not yielding to them. Who opened the slit? I just love those commercials. <laughs> <laughs> they busted through the door. Hey, but, y'all, the fact they're running from a slaughterhouse, not they yeah. got out of a pasture. Yeah. <laughs> this no. makes this even better. It's like the time we saw those chickens trying to yeah. get away from Tyson. We were yeah. like, run! Oh, yeah. Look, what if, well, Greg, what if you're in Los Angeles and these, these cows are coming through the streets? It's a wonder they That's didn't get shot. Unbelievable. Well, but anyway, Rick, uh, uh, one of them did get shot. Did he really? Yeah, the cows. One of the cows charged a man who was taken to a hospital. Uh, <laughs> according to mad. Fox Eleven in Los Angeles, uh, the cow was later shot and killed by an officer. Okay, well, uh, that was for the big. Uh, hook, hook poli- that was for the big police cookout. Oh, that, <laughs> yeah, that was for the barbecue. That's on the side of beef for everyone. And then if you see this, and you know this is the term we have to use now: influencers and YouTubers. Yeah, yeah. They're saying that some YouTuber like like flew a hoverboard through uh through, is it I New saw, York? Yeah, I saw in, that in, Times Times Square. through Times Square. Through Times Square. Yeah. Look right here. Is that legit? Is that legit? It's the Green Goblin. He can't. He can't really fly on that. I mean, where, can he? where do yeah. you get that? Can you really do that? It is that like real? He's on a cable. Isn't that like the drone? See yeah. all the little propellers around the side of it. Right. And there he goes, right through Times Square. Rick, we're getting to that part where we're going to have that flying car. I'm kind of excited. Close. I'm looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. So, Bubba, and then our Supreme Court rulings, we didn't have a signal for it, but I know yeah, what Yeah, yeah. How about this? We're getting more rulings coming down. The Supreme Court ruled today that a Pennsylvania high school violated the First Amendment rights of a cheerleader by suspending her from her team for using vulgar language that criticized the school on social media. Mm. In an eight-to-one opinion... They upheld a lower court ruling against uh, this high school, M-A-H-A-N-O-Y, area Mm. high school's decision to suspend then-student Brandy Levy from her junior varsity cheerleading squad over two Snapchat posts she had sent while off school grounds. The justices had weighed rather the 1969 court decision, which held that public schools have the ability to regulate certain speech, applied in this case when the speech had occurred off campus. Mm. 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 So 
There you go. So Supreme Court, they've, they've been busy here, hasn't it? Rolling them out. That's so important. But you know, it is. It's odd that we're seeing nine zero and eight one uh, verdicts in a lot of these cases. So they're saying if she's doing her own social media, it has nothing to do with the school. She can say whatever she wants to say about. And it. if she instigates it off campus, mm-hmm. I guess. But I, I don't. I don't know how that. You know, that ruling in nineteen sixty nine was long before social media. So yeah, it was. Who knows. Uh, did you see in, uh, back? This is uh, Daniel's here from San Diego. This is your world here, buddy. San Diego area school district has voted to fire a head basketball coach uh, because he threw tortillas. Uh, his did team he did, throw them? His, uh, his team, team did. did. I, did they, you see the video? They of threw this? tortillas at the opposing team because they were <laughs> they were a, a a school that they call uh, mainly Latin American players. So uh, tortillas. And, and, and when the game was over, tortillas were thrown. So yeah. And, uh, so somebody had to go to the store and buy a bunch of tortillas. Right. And uh, they're, they're saying that this here it was, is. Here's the footage of it yeah. right here. It was after the, the game. Yeah. I think you're gonna the see two them. coaches were getting into it. They they had uh, one of them said that's why you don't talk blank. Now get your see, team. And see the get, chips coming yeah, down yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, and there's tortillas coming in. Uh, and and some, but there was a whole deal between the two coaches. There was a. Um, uh, they ain't friends. No, they're not friends. There's the tortillas coming down. So, uh, so hate to see you throw away a good tortilla. I, I know it. Kind of made I me hungry. I will I say, I will say uh, this. There's other ways to protest. Yeah, yeah. I, I, sign up or something. I hate to see food pay a price. Yeah, I, I, and I will tell you this. Can y'all? I don't. Those spinach. You know how you have these things in, <laughs> yeah. in, in things in life and trying to do better that you can pass on. And say I'm good. I'm not going to have that. Tortilla chips is not one of them. If I sit down at the table and they put yeah. a, they put a basket of chips on that table, oh, my little yeah, man, and, and, and they got salsa and my my friend Cheezo out mm. there. If they if yeah, they so queso. Queso, queso I'm gonna drag right through there. Let me tell you something. You put it's a, like a drag strip. You put a basket times. of chips on the table and some salsa and queso, and you you don't know where I'm at. You'll see me in a minute. <laughs> you said old hands, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> I'll run. I'll, I'll run my hand off in that. <laughs> to the phones we go. Uh, what about uh, this? Is John? John, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you? How y'all doing? We're, We're good, great, John. How you doing, buddy? Good. Um. I was hearing on the news yesterday, they said that most kids don't want to take the vaccine. That's the reason why 70% ain't going to be a July 4th. Don't they should know that the only reason why we ain't taking it is because we don't know what's in it right now. Well, we're, All right, Dan. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, it's... Uh, you, that, well, clearly you don't want to lose any brain cells. Right. Well, what we've said, John, to to support what you're saying, I think that the people who haven't been truthful with us from the very beginning, and I'm not saying that the hysteria is warranted, but when people, when you catch people not telling you the truth about the pandemic and not telling you the truth about some of the things that may could have helped people and demonizing points of view that involved... Uh, you know the um, the Wuhan lab. When you find out and mask, when you hear that they were not telling the truth, it does. I understand people being suspect of the vaccine. I completely well, understand. Yeah, that. I, I don't. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. And and the fact that it's ninety nine point something percent survivable, mm-hmm. especially if you're younger, right? Um, you know, if you were talking about fifty percent, you'd have another case, here. right? But I mean, the numbers just don't indicate that now. Again, you've got these folks on the other side that said if we don't get everybody vaccinated, these variants are going to keep this thing alive for a longer a period of time. And there may be some mm-hmm. some truth to that. So yep. we just don't know. And, and that's the sad thing. We've lost confidence in the people doing it because 
we know we've been misled, and we know that there's shenanigans going on. Like this guy we talked about the other day, yeah. that uh, the British scientist uh, Dasik or whatever his name was, you know, he was supposed to be our representative looking into where the virus come from. Well, he had already had made his mind up that it was not from that lab because guess what? He was funneling money to him. Yeah. So, you know, when you have that kind of thing going on, and and then you're upset that the public has lost confidence in you. Well, wonder why. Exactly. We're not stupid. Sometimes we don't act very smart, but we ain't stupid. That guy, that British guy, every time you say his name, I think of the word, the, the song Doozy. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Top of the hour. If you leave us, have a big day. If you got more Rick and Bubba, we'll be back. Don't forget Wednesday Bible study today. For those of you that uh, grab that every week, it's back again today, uh, live at noon, Central Time, on the YouTube channel. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.